Blog Talk Radio. I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan, the community around the country. We got to bring this thing tight. Everybody. We got to bring it in tight and we got to bring it. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. And we got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. And I can't wait. <laughs> Jump aboard, Canes Nation. Bring it in tight, baby. Everybody, bring it in tight and just bring it. That's the battle cry of your new football coach, Mario Cristobal, as he takes the helm at the U. Cristobal had his introductory press conference today, and then a couple hours later, he was out on the road recruiting to put the finishing touches on a recruiting class that could take on many forms before the players sign next Wednesday. It was a great day at the U today, and it also was a little bit of an uncomfortable one for some current staffers who are wondering if they will have a job in the new program after the first of the year. Jess Simpson will be the interim head coach for the bowl game. Rob Likens will be the interim offensive coordinator. And T-Rob will call the defense out there in El Paso, Texas. But the focus was not really on the Sun Bowl or the Tony the Tiger Bowl or whatever they call that game these days. It was on the future. And the future is what we will be talking about tonight as we embark on a new edition of Kane Sport Live. Hello again, everybody. I'm Gary Furman, the publisher of Canesport.com. We welcome you once again to Kane Sport Live. As always, this is your show. It'll be driven by your participation. The call-in number is 563-999-3550. That's 563-999-3550. We have over 100 open phone lines, plenty of room for everybody to call in, participate, listen. Uh, we once again, well, actually, no, we didn't once again, actually, this week, ask the subscribers at canesport.com to post topics and questions because they're kind of obvious, and I'm sure that we will cover them all as we go forward here in the course of the evening. So as usual, there's so much on the table as we get together for Canesport Live. As we speak here tonight, Mario Cristobal is out on the road recruiting in South Florida. He made a pit stop at Miami Central High to get a look-see at Wesley Bassaint, the linebacker from Central that uh, committed to Miami last week. Uh, he then ventured up to Broward County. He's visiting uh, Nigel Lee Kelly, the defensive end from Fort Lauderdale Dillard, who he had also been recruiting to Oregon. And um, I feel pretty good that Miami's going to end up getting Nigel Lee Kelly. Uh, and then he headed over, I believe, to Earl Little's house, where... Uh, Miami is engaged in the recruitment of Earl Little, and it looks like that's going to end up probably being a Miami-Alabama battle. I know Florida State's been trying to recruit him as well. Um, I'm expecting that to be a Miami-Alabama battle. Alabama certainly has a leg up because they've been on him for so long. But, uh, hey, anything goes when Mario Cristobal is occupying the head coach's office. So uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right out to your calls. The number, 563 563- 999-3550-563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go out right now and get it going tonight in the 302. 
You're live on King Sport Live. How you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, Gary? Doing good. Who's this? This is Philly, man. Philly to you. Hey, what's up, Philly D? You're the first call. Are you, you, man, you you should be parading all. Are you like running up the steps there and uh, you know jumping around by the Rocky statue and uh, <laughs> uh, gorging on some cheesesteaks and uh, just like partying it up over there over Mario Cristobal's hiring? Man, it's a great time to be a hurricane. That's all I gotta say, Gary. It's been a long time waiting. You've been putting up with a lot of nonsense, a lot of bad hires, a lot of not caring about the from the board and everybody. And, you know, it's just so exciting to hear the press conference to finally get this dude who's going to just work so hard, you know, just to kind of go out there. And, you know, like everybody can kind of trash him for, you know, FIU or this and that, but they don't know what this dude had to go through at FIU. And, you know, what he's able to do, how he's able to build, you know, a championship roster, how he's able to build and, and bring in coordinators. They don't know that he had, um, you know, Scott Satterfield, the Louisville head coach, that's open the coordinator at FIU. They don't know that he had the Georgia Tech uh, head coach, Jeff Collins, who was a defensive coordinator. You know, Tyler Orlando, defensive coordinator at SC, was, was there at FIU. James Coley was at FIU. You know, this goes on and on. And, you know, what he's able to do is what I feel is what Kirby's been able to do at Georgia is to try to bring in elite talent and elite depth. And that's one thing that he wasn't able to really do at Oregon. You know, Oregon, it's like it's hard to recruit in the Pacific Northwest. People understand it's like you got to go to South, Southern California to bring, uh, you know, top talent there. You're talking about 1,000 miles away. That's like me going to Georgia and trying to bring people up here to Philly. You have no talent surrounding you. And he's bringing, he's bringing in, you know, top guys from, from Southern Cal and across the country. But he wasn't, he wasn't able to kind of get the elite debt that he would need, um, you know, to basically take Oregon to where they want to be. When Oregon was doing good on Chip Kelly, they were it was a new offense. Nobody knew how to defend that offense. Not everybody runs that offense. Look what Chip Kelly's doing at UCLA. Nothing. So, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of build a type of championship roster that I think he can build at, at Miami because you're able to get not just the elite offensive line talent, but the elite defensive line talent. And that's where it starts. It starts where it starts on the, the offensive and defensive lines. And not just to bring, not just to have one K-Bond Thibodeau, but to be able to have, you know, like 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 how Michigan has, you know, they got those two guys, Hutchinson and a and a, a Gabo, you know, with Ohio State, what they have, you know, they had Chase Young and Bosa, you know, that kind of have, um, you know, that that elite talent but elite depth where you have guys pushing guys. One thing at Miami we haven't had. That's why I think what's kind of hurt our, um, you know, our development is that you didn't have like you had Shaq Quarterman and you had Pinky. But nobody behind them that uh, Mario said his press conference is to keep bringing in talent to kind of push guys. You know, I remember when grade three, when he was all ACC, and next year he lost his job. I think it was like Anthony Reddick or somebody like that. You know, you got to have guys. You got to have guys keep coming in that can push the guy in front of them to get better, or they're not. They're going to get out. You know, and that's one thing I think that he can, he can bring. He can he can you know. Bring in a staff. Now, since Miami's investing, 
he can they, they can kind of do with Malik Rozier, not Malik, um, um, with um, yeah, when Malik was talking about when he when he went to Georgia with James Coley and how you had you know different analysts and different staff members. It wasn't just the the position coach, but it was like two three guys helping him, you know, at Georgia. So I think what you see at Georgia, what you see at Alabama, and what you're going to now see at Miami, what he's going to be able to bring and do with Miami, not just because he's going to grind, but because of the um, increase in budget and investment that Miami's putting in. I mean, I, I'm so excited, man. Like, like it's just like, – I think everybody's excited. It's just like a great time to be a Miami Hurricane, a great day. You know, like, like this guy, is he's, going to, he's a grinder. He's going to bring nothing but grinders. You know, anybody hates this hire. I know people were about were about Kiffin. Like, yo, dude, like Kiffin, he ain't that dude. Like, like really, he's shady. Like, 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 like I know people who know him. Like, he's not that dude. He's 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 all about Kiffin. He's all he's, he's like shady. That's why Jeff Levy bounced on him. He's going to Oklahoma. That's why Kendall Bryles bounced and went to Arkansas. Like that dude is hard. Nick, Nick Saban had to tell him to get out because he was so invested. And, and trying to put together a roster or, or recruit and scout for FIU, your job is to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama to win a championship, to prepare for no. Clemson. But you're invested in – Yeah, no, nah, he was little, never little, Philly. Don't, don't waste any more time talking about Lane Kiffin. He was never a candidate for the job. Uh, his agent, Jimmy Sexton, tried to throw his name out there, and he, he was successful a whole bunch of times. But there was one candidate, one target – all along for Miami, and that was Mario Cristobal, and nobody else was, was going to get the job. And um, obviously there were a lot of people at the press conference today, and um, one of the questions that I was asked the most by people today is, why now? Like, why all of a sudden is all this money coming into the program, and why now are they able to go out and pay a coach $8 million? Um, why now, Mario Cristobal? And the honest answer to that is these same guys – that made this happen this time were organizing and getting ready to try to make it happen the last time. The and, last time, exactly. Yes, and and what happened, as everybody knows, is Blake James, I think, got wind oh, of that, and, and he did a rush hire of Manny Diaz to kind of ward that off, and um, the movement to try to get Mario never even got started. Well, this time, these guys got out ahead of the game and um, did a yeah. great job of putting this all together. And, it, yeah, it ruffled some feathers at the U. Um, you know, there definitely was some question as to who has influence. I'm sure the president's going to have to answer a, a lot of questions in the coming days and weeks. But you know what? Credit to Julio Frank and credit to those guys in his office, um, Rudy Fernandez, Jose Echeverria, um, another guy I think was named by the name of Manny Cajo that, that was involved with them. And hats off to those guys that they stood up and, and essentially silenced the old guard of the university and said, we are going to go in a, in, you know, you have hired, the president basically said, you have hired me to look out for the best interest of the university, and that is what I am doing. We are moving in a different direction in a different way. And mad applause to them. You can't be stuck in your old ways. And, and I told a bunch of them in the last couple of days that I spoke to that if you guys had tried to do this the conventional way that you always do searches and things like that, there is no chance that you would have gotten Mario Cristobal to come to Miami because the, the package would not have been as attractive without the guys involved that were involved. Um, it would have been too stuck up in all kinds of 
protocols and interviews and everything else, and it would have given um, Oregon and Phil Knight more time to prey on the emotions of Mario. And I'm telling you, this thing would not have gotten done if those guys had gotten their way. So mad applause to everybody. Yeah, man, like the hats off, and like you said, mad applause, you know, because, like, you know, you know, I've been shouting this dude's name for like, a long time. I mean, I haven't said I've been shouting this since FIU. You were right. He wasn't. He wasn't ready he, after that. He wasn't ready. You know, then, my, really. my, my thing, but my, but my thing like this, Gary is if we're going, if we're going to, if we're going to like you know get close like Al Golden and Manny, you know why have this guy actually going to grind and be able to get talent? You know, let because like, somebody you know has to like learn and build. Let them build. But here's the thing, Gary. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But you, but the thing about though is you know time is always. It's always the time is always something. This is like like this is the perfect time because perfect. not only is you know he's not only he's fully ready, but Miami is fully ready. Like yep. Miami yep. has the investment, they have the backing. So now it's like you got two forces finally meeting to become like one gigantic hurricane. Like this is like it's like category it is the five perfect storm. Yeah, perfect storm, man. It's like a perfect storm. But I know you got a lot of people getting on. I just had to call in. You know, what I mean, this is like a celebration. You know, all my Hurricane brothers stand up, be happy, be proud. I'm excited to see what kind of staff he's putting together. See who's going to, who's going to be the OC, the DC. Is he going to keep, you know, the same guys as a running back coach or who he's going to bring in because, you know, I, I kind of you know, know the guys he was trying to target to bring out to Oregon that he wasn't able to get because of the distance. So maybe he might, you know, like take another look at them and stab at them. So we'll see. But, you know, it's a great day to be a Miami Hurricane. You know, I've been a fan since I was seven years old, dude. Like we talk, I'm, I'm 42. We're talking 35 years, and this, this, and this has been hitting my heart. This has been hurting me watching like people not caring about something that I cared about since I was a little kid, and you know, and to have somebody that kind of knows the history that that bled on Green Tree, you know, that you know, it's, now it's worth for me to spend my money to go down, you know, once again the game. Like I was going to enjoy the, I was going to enjoy the Tech games while, to see Miami when they came to town. You know, so I could see my hurricane spending money while I was in Georgia. You know, flying mm-hmm. down and staying in the hotel rooms. You know, spending money. I got, I got, I got autographed footballs from the bookstore, like Stephen Morris, Jacory, um, Jonathan Vilma. Like, like you know, those were like great times for me. And it's been hard. Like I, I haven't wanted to do that. I have, I'm like, you know, I, I want to spend my money on just a sad project. People not respecting the year, respecting the brand, respecting people who who built this thing. But now we, you know, we got people that actually invested that want to to get on the right track, that want to be among the mm-hmm. upper echelon, yeah. like Alabama. Hopefully, the good Ohio times State. are coming back, Philly. So hopefully, they're coming back. Yeah, man. But, but uh, keep right, man. Hold, thank, Gary, yep. get to I will. Thank Thanks you for getting us started. Thanks for calling in, man. You don't usually call in, so uh, good hearing from you. Um, we'll talk to you next time. Five six three nine 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 three five five zero five six three nine 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 three five five zero. Hit one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Go to the eight six five. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey Gary, what's up? It's James from Tennessee. What's up, bud? What's up, James? How you doing, man? Lots happened since last week, huh? Yes, we did. That's what yeah. I want to just say. Yes, we did. I remember us talking in October about the possibility or the potential of this happening, and, and it's a dream come true, honestly. I feel like I, 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 I just for my whole life. You know what? You really have. This guy needed to get this job for so many years, and 
that they finally got, were able to will themselves to do this. And I'm telling you, I didn't see one guy at that press conference today after listening to Mario Cristobal that felt the least bit sorry that he's here. I'll tell you that. Oh, no doubt, Gary. I mean, you, you summed it up. And, and think about this. I mean, the fact that this was like the opportunity even presented itself. And, and, I, and you know, maybe it wasn't the time then. Of course, I believed it was. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, – I just – there were so many things that were said at that press conference today. How could you not want to just get the pads on and go through a wall with that guy? Honestly. I mean, he Listen. just exudes confidence. He is a dude. I mean, honestly. I think the phone's ringing off the hook at the ticket office. I think people are increasing their donations. Um, yep. I've spoken to several people that are doing those things. I, I think it's going to be a very exciting, what do we got now? What, nine months before the start of the next nine. season? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, oh how, my about God. Spring, how about the spring practice? How about the spring game or whatever? That'll be completely sold out just to see. Yeah, that that's going to be, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. You know, um, well, here's the thing. What I wanted to ask you, Gary, is like, you know, in your opinion, with, with some of the things that were said at that press conference, you know, the things that I liked the most were we want, he, and I don't want to misquote him, but he said that he wants us to be the ones that are feared, that we're not afraid to play anybody, that he wants other teams to be afraid to play us, you know, and that is what what a statement right there and so forth you've always preached about you want to stand you you want us to play and see where we stand you know against the clemsons and the alabamas of the world but now what he's basically saying is yeah we're going to play those teams but we don't want them to get comfortable playing us we want them to maybe think twice about scheduling us and say ah let's wait till the end of the year if that matchup plays out the way it is i mean i i just love it and you could have just seen the passion that, that he's home and he's with family. And then you have former guys like Joaquin and Brian and Brett sitting there like, like they were like the offensive line from, from 20 years ago, honestly. The only buddies that was yeah. missing was, uh, was Bibla and, uh, and, and, and Shirko at that point. I mean, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, like, I mean, you had people there that were so happy for him. And I'm watching this, this press conference, and I had a tear in my eye because I was like, we could have had this three years ago, but my question to you, and he said it best. I mean, he really made a comment also at this press conference where he stressed that kudos to the gentleman, and he named them, that got this done and have made a commitment to this. And my question is, does he still take the job three years ago with the lack of commitment of what you were dealing with before all these major players stepped in? And secondly, would we be as successful I mean, I think we're going to be even more yeah. successful. I think he could have done a good job. Don't get me wrong. The guy can do whatever. But you you fight this fight against these teams with two hands, not with one tied behind your back like he would have had to without the support. Yeah, well, all right, well um, so let me unpack that. So if, if he had been offered the job three years ago, he absolutely would have taken it. And um, these same guys would have been involved because it was them that were organizing on the day that Mark Rick retired to go make a run at Mario. Like they were, they were just getting themselves together and talking about it. But before they could even think about getting themselves organized to go do it, Blake James stepped right in and and made a rush, a rush hire of Manny. I'm guessing because they got wind that this other movement was getting ready to take off on the other side. And, and that was a preemptive strike to, you know, for whatever reasons, whether it was political reasons, 
for Manny's dad or, you know, or, or, or Blake James didn't want to work with Mario, whatever it was, that was a preemptive strike, that rush hire of Manny. There was never a doubt in my mind about it. And uh, these guys have just had to sit in the background three years waiting for the next opportunity. And this time they were better organized and they weren't going to be denied. And congratulations again to the president's office for allowing them to make that impact because the University of Miami would have been stuck in mud yet again if, if that didn't take place the way it did. Um, now, you made another really good point, I thought, um, James. The Mario Cristobal that comes to the University of Miami today is a better coach than the Mario Cristobal that would have come to the University of Miami three years ago. He's got three more years, four, four more years, well, three more years of head coaching experience. He's played for three straight conference titles. Um, he's had to navigate his teams through seasons that led to that point. Uh, a, a whole bunch of other experiences, the, the, you know, dealing with COVID and all those distractions and, and things like that. So um, he's a better coach today than he would have been had they gotten him in 2018. Uh, sometimes things happen for a reason. But uh, I know one thing. I feel pretty good about where this program is going to go with Mario Cristobal. And, you know, I just hope that people heed the words that he said today. And, and some people are going to say, oh, it's a double standard. People were all over Manny. People didn't support Manny. You know, this is different, man. This guy brings a much better resume and much better street cred to this, to this uh, job than Manny did. Um, he's, he's an elite recruiter. He's been named National Recruiter of the Year. Manny hadn't recruited anybody of any significance when he got the head coaching job at Miami ever. Um, Mario has worked under Nick Saban, Greg Schiano. He's been a head coach now for 10 years. Manny had never been a head I mean, there's no comparison between the resumes of these guys. Manny had been fired from the best job he, he ever had. Um, some people would say Mario got fired at, at FIU, but that was more of a personality conflict with Pete Garcia. Um, not a lack of acknowledgement of the good things that Mario had done at FIU, um, but he had established himself at Alabama and had the blueprint of the best coach ever to coach the game. There were so many things going in Mario Cristobal's favor in getting this job right now that Manny Diaz never had. So you can't compare the two. I've been like screaming this for three years. Stop trying to compare. We'd be having these debates on the message boards. Manny versus Mario, Manny versus Mario, and, and everybody would pick a camp, and um, they'd rip at me because I was a proponent of hiring Mario. And um, you couldn't really have a real conversation like that because there was no comparison between the resumes. There is no comparison, not whatsoever. And you stressed it years ago, this is not a job that you learn on the job to do. You have to have the experience to do what you got to do. And this is what this guy went and did. He got the experience. He learned from the best. Let's not forget, he was also a grad assistant under Butch Davis, too, for a little bit there as well. So, I mean, that's, that's the, the truth of it. I mean, the, the, I just don't understand um, why anybody, after even hearing that press conference, has the reservations. I get it. You know, let's see how he does in the game, you know, and all that stuff. But we'll get there. Here's the thing that also I wanted to touch on. I think that 
I think he'll, he might utilize the transfer portal a little bit and so forth. However, with the way this guy recruits, these next nine days are going to be incredible. Look at what's going on right now. He's in somebody's house. He's taking a flight to Texas from what I'm being, uh, from what I was reading, if that's even a true rumor or something, to, to go recruit some tomorrow. big uglies there in Texas. They're, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, they're, go, tomorrow. they're going to so, Texas yeah, tomorrow, so, yep. They're going all over the place. So he's got the resources now to not only recruit, but put the best staff together. And what, I'm at, uh, what I wanted to ask you, uh, Gary, have you heard anything um, about Joe Brady coming? And what do you think of that potential hire if it does c- to come to fruition? Or with the money that he does have at his disposal, could he get a better hire at that position? Um, I, think it's, I think it's premature. I, I could end up being wrong. I don't think I am. I don't think Mario Cristobal has started looking at offensive coordinator candidates yet. I think he's 100% focused on recruiting right now. Um, I think the Joe Brady rumor started because Joe Brady was fired and somebody threw it out there. And uh, as happens a lot these days, it goes viral. Um, I think to say that Joe Brady is a candidate to be the OC at Miami right now um, probably is premature, but if Joe Brady could be talked into considering that, I could see it potentially um, having some legs down the road because I think if you're Mario Cristobal, you have to take a look at the fact that you have a, 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 good, a really good quarterback in the program, and he called him the best quarterback in the country today. Um, he did. You know, I, he did. I, haven't, I haven't looked at every quarterback in the country, so I can't really comment on that. But um, we know Tyler Van Dyke was coming really fast this year and was pretty darn good. And if you look at what Joe Brady did with uh, Burroughs at um, you know, LSU, I mean, if, you, if, he could come, if he would come here, I mean, it, it does seem a little logical, maybe, to look at that. But to suggest that, that it's about to happen, I don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I certainly have not heard that. Gotcha. Well, let me ask you this, too, Gary. Um, in, on the recruiting front, and I know that it's going to be a long nine days, are there anybody um, that you think might be in play that might think about, you know, I, I saw some tweets and maybe considering the crib. And, you know, it's a tweet. You don't know. They're 18-year-old kids. They change their mind all the time and so forth. But in your opinion, do you think there are some guys that maybe could have been Miami guys had the season gone better um, that that – maybe we're not even going to play for. I mean, I'm thinking like Earl Little, you know, Shamar Stewart, those type of guys. Do you think now with Mario in the fold and the potential that could be there, what's your thoughts on that, that maybe they flip some guys well, that are maybe committed I, I, to the I, Georgias I, and Alabamas of the world? I think he's at Earl Little's house uh, probably about right now. If he's not there now, he's going to get there shortly. Uh, he was also going to see Nigel E. Kelly tonight who I do expect to be in the class. Uh, Earl Little, we'll see. I mean, he's been, you know, engaged for a while with some of these other schools, uh, Alabama in particular, but uh, they did go out to Oregon, I believe, twice to, to see Mario. And um, you have to, you know, you have to give Miami a shot, a shot there. So uh, we'll see what happens. I would, those are a couple guys that I would definitely look at. Uh, as you mentioned, they are going to Texas tomorrow. That offensive lineman, Cam Williams, is a guy that, it looks like they like an awful lot. Um, There's a Kelvin Banks kid out in Texas. I don't know if they're going to go see him on this trip or not, Um, but he's a five-star offensive lineman that they had committed to Oregon. Try to see him while they're out in Texas. Um, But, you know, we'll see. It's going to be fluid. We're going to have to see who comes in and visits this weekend. And uh, they do have a visit weekend this weekend where they can bring kids in. And I'm sure everybody right now is beating the bushes trying to see who they can get in. 
Is the early signing day next Wednesday, and you're going to do a show next Tuesday to preview that? If, if anything's yeah, developed, yeah, we'll do, or you're going to have a show yes. anyway? So. Yes, we will definitely okay. do that. Last point, because yep. I know you got a lot, Gary, and I always appreciate all the hard work and everything that you've done. And I really wanted to also tell you I appreciated that uh, thing you did with Matt Shadell a couple of days ago explaining all the craziness that was going on. So I just wanted oh, to no, – you, you look yeah. tired, but I wanted to thank you for that because um, it, 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 was, it was one of those things where people were taking things way out of context, and uh, I'm just glad that nobody screwed this up if you get my drift and so forth with, with stupidity, with things – that were being put out there, but thank you for always keeping the record straight, brother. Last yeah, point. It was, um, I mean, there were forward, times where, okay. I, where it was looking like it could get screwed up. <laughs> there really were. Oh, I, uh, and, 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 it's, and it's happened before that we've seen things like, I mean, a parking lot thing that makes me sick hearing this that you mentioned five minutes ago. I mean, like, the, like get egos that were in the way of what was for the greater good of the university, the players themselves and the fans. You know, and the alumni. I mean, it's just it's just unexcusable. Um, but the last the last thing I was going to ask you, um, I I, uh, I saw that you mentioned who's going to be coaching what in the bowl game. Um, are there any thoughts of you know maybe holding out some key guys or whatever? Just so I mean, it's, at this point, it's a bowl game that there's so much more on the table, Gary. Because look at all the changes that are happening in our own division. There's three schools that are changing coaches right now, and none of those hires are as good as what we just pulled. That's number one. Look at Clemson. They're going to have to be rebuilding because I know it's Dabo, but he's losing pretty much everybody that's around him. And if the rumors are true that the offensive coordinator, who I know got a lot of heat this year, is going to go to Duke, that's another guy that, that, uh, that's losing, that he's losing there. So, I mean, I'm not saying the guy can't coach, but he has been surrounded with a lot of good coaches and recruits and things. And if this athletic director does come to Miami, that's another uh, a, a cog that they're going to have to replace over there. So the point is, is that this conference has always been there for the taking for Miami, but now they're serious about doing it. So I guess my question to you is, Gary, do you think that they'll hold out some key guys like a Van Dyke or anything like that for this bowl game that's pretty much meaningless at this point and build for something bigger next year? I, I would. I mean, I don't see – it's a dud of a bowl game. I mean, you're playing Washington State in El Paso, Texas. It's a, it's a total dud, and I would give some other guys a chance to play. I don't think Jake Garcia would be ready to play for, at that point, but – um, hey, you know, let let Peyton Matocha play a little bit, yes. or whatever. Let him let yes. you know, like let let other that. guys get playing time. I, I I would not put my franchise players in that game. That's me personally. No, um, I don't. No, uh, you you've know. already got one running back coming back from an from an injury. You don't need Rooster getting hurt. You don't need. No, I wouldn't play Rooster. I, I would. I would. Yep, I would keep Rooster out of that game. Um, obviously, Rambo's going to the draft. I doubt he'll play in the game. Uh, you know, uh, Harley is probably Harley wants to out? play. Is, is Harley playing or what? Is, He'll is probably he want to play. Out? Yeah, I think. I don't think it affects yeah. him any. He need, you know, he can he can't get enough showcases with a guy like that. But, but um, if I were Rambo, I wouldn't play. I would let all the young kids who didn't get a lot of playing time this year. I would let them all play and get some experience going into spring practice, um, as opposed to risking my my better players to uh, meaningless injuries in that bowl game. We're on the same page, brother. Thank you for everything you do, and uh, just keep me on hold. Thanks, man. You got it, James. Thanks, as always, for being part of the show. 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. You hit the number one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go out to the 305. You're live on Game Live. Hey, Gary. How are you this evening? 
Hey, what's up, Adam? How you doing this week? Going good. We got Mario. I'm very happy about that. Finally, huh? Jeez. Finally. Uh, a couple things. One, what did you think, and I might be the only caller, about Manny Diaz's statement? Because I read it. And, like, the front, it, I can see it from his perspective, but he is getting, what, an $8 million buyout? And he's the only thing I've actually would have done. That much, but he is getting a sizable buyout. Okay. And um, you listen, there's a lot of different ways you could look at that, Adam. I mean, he 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 was he was treated wrong, but they really didn't have a choice yes. because if they had fired him nine days earlier, if they had fired him in the middle of the season, that's all extra time for other schools to uh, mount an assault on the roster here at Miami. Um, by making this yeah. quick boom, boom, now at least the players, they know who the coach is going to be. They can sit down with the coach. They can talk about their futures. Uh, their families can mm-hmm. come in. They can, they can bring the families in to do it and, and be involved and stuff like that. And it's not like all this open uh, conjecture that just allows other schools to get on, get on the attack. And that's why they had to do it yeah. the way they did it. Um, so, but... You know, I could see where Manny would feel wrong, and I would get why his emotions were raw at the way it played out. And um, he wanted to yeah. lash out a little bit before he hit the road. Oh, okay. Because also, um, Miami was getting blasted by the national media. I know everybody thought. Those are yeah, people that don't, they don't know. They don't know the situation here. They don't know what they're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I just found it amusing that um, other things. One, um, when would we expect, if it is Radicovic, for, for that to be wrapped up? I would think By in the, the next the few week? days. I would think the next few days. Okay. And if not him, are there any other? And obviously this turnkey, I don't know the hiring firm. that Ger- I heard George tried to go around the hiring firm. Would one be wrapped up by the end of the week if, God forbid, it isn't Radakovich? Don't know. Okay. Don't know. Yep. I just, I just don't know how long they would let that linger. It's um, not an emergency. They have an, acting, they have an acting athletic director, Jen Strawley, who, you know, is holding down the fort. It, it, this isn't an emergency. The, the, the football coach was way more important. Okay. And, and on um, besides Alex Mirabal, and I heard Bryant McClendon might be coming in as wide receivers coach. Are there any other coaches? Because I also heard like Kendall Bryles name bandied about. And then you're going to hear a lot of names. I'm, I, I can't get it, get into that right now. Um, I, don't, I think it's all congesture. I don't think he's even started working on a staff yet. Other than Mirabal is in, and Mirabal will be hired immediately. Um, okay. But, yeah, but I, I think yeah. I saw him at the news conference as well. Yeah, he was or there. He, I saw uh, I, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll be he'll be hired immediately, and uh, you know, but uh, I I don't think you're going to see a full staff put together until they get through this recruiting. Okay, and speaking of recruiting, and then I'll get off. Besides Justin Medlock, who already decommitted, how many people do you see Miami losing from the class before? then we gain back with hopefully even like a Devin Jackson who committed to Oregon over us and a couple maybe of the Oregon commits uh, hop on board. All right. Well, um, as well, just going down the list, I think Chris Graves could be in play. Uh, yeah. I think Mario's going to have to go try to lock him up. Um, I think okay. they're in decent shape with Kamari Rogers. I think they're in decent shape 
with Wesley Bissane. Um, I think they're yeah. in decent shape with Valentikar as well. Um, not sure on Isaiah Horton. I think they're in decent shape on Jacuri Brown. Not sure on Landon Ibietta whether they're going to want him. And I'm not sure on Marquise Williams. Okay. And then, um, like, going forward, you said Al Blades is between that we can get back in the picture with um, Alabama, where he's been a long-time lean. Um, are there any other commits that you could not possibly Blades. see by next? You're talking about Earl Little, not Al Blades. Earl Little, sorry. Yeah. Same secondary. Sorry about that. Right. I, don't you, I don't want you to confuse everybody. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I meant Earl Little Jr., and then also um, Nigel E. Kelly, and then maybe even Ahmad Moten. Um, anyone else that you could see us picking up, like possibly like a Devin Jackson or uh, somebody else? Uh, yeah, but I, I, it's just it's too soon for me to answer that. You know, we're on day one here, and uh, we got to let the dust settle here the next few days. Let's see what happens. Let's see who comes in for visits this weekend, and then that'll be a better uh, – I'll be better equipped to answer that accurately for you. Okay. And last thing, do you see me, um, Mario, sorry, wow, uh, hitting the uh, transfer portal at all for possibly like a um, – even some of his Oregon players, like a Justin Flo, one, or I don't, I don't want to say Justin Flo because his dad told us no. But one hundred percent, I see them hitting the portal. One hundred percent, I see some Oregon players wanting to come here. Uh, who okay. I can't say I can't answer that yet. Okay. Well, thanks for taking my call, Gary. Have a good rest. All right, of Adam. Show. Thank you as always for being part of it. Five six three nine 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 three five five zero five six three nine 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 three five five zero. Hit one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. We're going now over to the eight four five. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Yeah, Mr. Furman, how are you? This is Greg. Greg, you, 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 you're going to like what I'm about to tell you here. I was at the press conference today, and a really nice guy, um, actually multiple people came up to me and said, man, yeah, I really like listening to Kane Sport Live on, on Tuesday night. That guy, Greg, is one of my favorite callers. So you, you're building up a little bit of a following out there in the Kane's Nation, Greg. Okay. I just want to – you can roll that's with all you, That's all you're going to say is okay? You, you're not going to give like a hum- – you you, You're not going to give like a humbled uh, acceptance speech that you're being anointed? No, that's no, okay. All, all I want you to do is go to the tape of last week when I said that Mario was a done deal. Remember that? Yeah, I could tell I you, Greg, you with, all, with all respects, I love you, but there was no done deal last, uh, last Tuesday night. I can 100% unequivocally tell you that that was not the case. But your prediction was okay. good. Okay, let me quick here. First of all, no one loves Tyler Van Dyke better than me, more than me. Bryce Young's the best quarterback in the country, okay? So let's stop with this bull crap, all right? He's winning the Heisman Trophy this year. Maybe next year Tyler Van Dyke wins the Heisman. We hope he does. I love the the kid's great. Okay, let's go quick. Offensive coordinator. How about Tom Herman? Guy won the national title as a coordinator with a third-string quarterback. 
Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think Mario's going to think big on this job. I don't know who he's going to end up hiring, but I, but I do think he's going to think big. He's got the money to pay whoever he wants to hire. He's got a franchise quarterback, and 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 I, I you know, I think he's going to think big. Well, you know, we'll see. Okay, let's let's eliminate Chudzinski right now because he's from the past. He's not a, he's not. We don't need Chudzinski or James Coley. Give me a break with James Coley, all right? Stop. And then Quinn Hurts, the defensive coordinator. Are you kidding me? That guy's the biggest crook in the world. No, that's he's not fair. Greg, he's not a crook. Come on, he's how a, did he get Clint? all those players to lose? No, no, no. No, you're loose, man. Greg, you're getting loose. He's not a crook. He's a really good dude. He's had a very successful career um, since he left Miami. He did very well in Louisville. He recruited a ton of guys, uh, put Charlie Strong on the map, made Charlie Strong a heck of a lot of money. Uh, he's done a great job with the Seattle Seahawks. He's one of the more coveted uh, defensive line coaches in the National Football League. And the general belief in the NFL is that Clint Hurd is ready to be a coordinator. Uh, whether they'll make him a coordinator in the NFL, I don't know. But he is not a crook. Okay. That's not, that's not, fair. That's not, that's not fair, man. Okay. Um, You're assuming things. I hope Mario, Mario's, I mean, we can't expect miracles, but Mark Rick came here and won 15 games in a row with Brad Kaya and Malik Rozier in his first and second year. So it can be turned around fairly quickly, especially the way he can recruit and with the transfer portal. Okay, my last point. So the, the bottom line is if Mario did not take the job, they were going to bring Manny back. Is that correct? I believe that is what would happen. That would have been, there would have been a riot if that happened. I know. I'm very happy it didn't play out that way because I, I really was not looking forward to having to preside over that riot for nine months, and it would have been bad. I agree. Oh, my God. All right. I'll let you talk to somebody Greg, else. Take a pleasure care. as always, man. Yeah, we'll talk to you next, probably next week. 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. Hit one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the 770. You are live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, what, Gary, what's up, man? Hey, Steve, right? Yeah, what's up? This is Steve in Atlanta. Thinking what's about up, giving my wife. Let me tell you something, Gary. Let me tell you how big this is. My wife even mentioned me getting my season tickets back. And she was never for really? me buying season tickets living in Atlanta, going about three games and trying to give the rest of them away. Wow, she was like, get me, a pair, get me a seat, too. But here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. This 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 it's a great day, and like I said, we're gonna see the um, effects of this. It's gonna pay dividends right away on the recruiting trail. You know, I never talk about recruiting. I don't talk about these players because I always knew a lot of this stuff was going on because we who we had coaching, the staff and the incompetence of the program. Nobody, you know, everybody like why they're not going after this guy? Who's to say they wasn't? And the guy just told them thanks, but no thanks. You know, don't, you know, don't bother. We're not going to waste your time. You know what I'm saying? I believe that it was a lot of that going on. 
So I'm just going to see how this play out. I think the staff he put together would be very important. It will help, you know, him being the him being the great recruiter that he is. And, like, if he keep um, that DB coach, T-Rod, that's just going to make things even better. And, you know, whoever else he brings in, the offensive coordinator, is going to help with recruiting. If there's a name, a big name, whoever he gets, the defensive coordinator, that's going to help if he, you know, what type of rep he got. So all of that's going to pay dividends immediately. And it's going to pay dividends on the field immediately with wins. So I'm not worried about anything right now. I'm just, it's just a happy, it's just a happy day to be a Canes. I think that it's going to pay dividends with the fans at the stadium, how many fans come out. I think if they strengthen that schedule, you know, Miami is like, I heard somebody say on the radio the other day that, if you ask, I think it was on 790, that crowd of guy. If you ask a fan or you ask a person in um, up north, like, you tell them, hey, it's a game today, you want to go? You, if, you know, say I'm asking you, we lived up north. You'd be like, yeah, let's go. I'll do that. And then if you ask somebody in Miami, uh, Miami playing today, you know, you want to go, they'd be like, who they're playing? And that matters. Nobody in Miami wants to see Miami play a system of the poor or a team that don't have any, don't have a rep. Unless Miami's, you know, on like a championship run, you know, people probably come out every day. But if you've been struggling, nobody wants to come out. But these, you know, a nice star-studded um, coaching staff, a nice recruiting class, that'll start packing those stadiums out. And think about that stadium at Car Gables High. <laughs> hey, that would have been nice, but I was thinking more of the – I told a friend of mine years ago, I was like, I don't know if Ponce, the property where Ponce at, was big enough. I was thinking no, no what chance. they did. I met that guy today, though, Steve. I, I met, I met huh? John Ruiz today. He's a nice dude. I met John Ruiz today at the press conference. He oh, was there. Oh, all right. We talked a little bit. Yeah. We, uh, we made plans to get together again at some point and uh, talk a little bit more about, about what, what he's doing and why. But he um, seemed like a nice guy. But there's no chance he's what's building the, a stadium at Lejeune and, and uh, Bird Road. Just, there's just no chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I grew up, you know, I grew up in the Grove. So, like I say, my brother and a lot of my folks went to Carl Gables too. So, you know, it, it's tight over there. I was over there the other day when I came from the airport going to Coconut Grove when I was down there. But um, they could do it at Tropical Park. What's going on with that? Uh, I love that idea. If the city, uh, um, the city I, blocking that? When I do go see John Ruiz and we sit down, I'm going to bring that up to him. I don't understand why that's not his target. That's where if you're going to build a stadium and you're willing to put up 500 million bucks to do it, that's the place, man. You got a lot of land there for parking and tailgating and and everything, yeah. and uh, that that's what. And there's already a stadium there. All you got to do is yeah. make it bigger. Hey, tell them, tell them. 50, well, you could have that stadium and, and and then have a bigger stadium if you want. You don't have to tear yeah. down the the track and high school stadium. Yeah, what I'm saying. What I'm saying, tell them fifty thousand. Yeah. Gary, tell them fifty thousand ain't gonna be enough when we're winning. It just ain't. Well, and they then when you bring in, unless they just want to, unless they just want to bring in, you know, move, take the games to the Orange Bowl when they have big games. Not the Orange Bowl, but all the way Hard to Paris City. Yeah, when they got, I mean, you when they got that. big games. You really, you, you're talking probably what one game a year at the most that you would have to move the hard rock. Yeah. I mean, a, a Florida State game, if um, if Florida State is any good. Um, hey, but if they get, 
if they get a big coaching staff, and you never know where this thing could blow up. So I would recommend they make a stadium that start at 60,000 and, and, and leave room to add on if need be, if the fan base grows. Because how many people in Dade and Broward alone? How many, how many people live in Dade and Broward? Yeah, how many uh, fans? I we, you know, I'm just taking inventory of that, but it's several million. Obviously, I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't answer that question. I have to, I would have to research no. that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, just think about. It. We got fans everywhere, and then if they market this thing the right way, they could pack that. They could pack. They could make that an event every weekend for the people down there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With the people who they got involved in this. You know, the money they putting out there, they can make this a big thing just coming to see Miami every weekend. So, hey, who knows where it go? I'm going to let you go. I ain't going to keep you no more. But, hey, thank God Blake is out. Him and his, him and those goons, they've been – they have been sabotaging the program for years, but at least it looks like that's over with. And if you're a King fan, you know, hey, we can – we can exhale now because they was killing us. And, and I yeah. listen to – hey – and, and the funniest thing is, like, you know, I was walking around there today. Like, I don't think they – like, I still don't think they quite understand Come on, MJ. How, how bad that they were killing it, like how they were killing the program with the decisions they were making. It's like nothing against Manny. I mean, but, you know, Manny just – this is one of the hardest coaching jobs in the country, and he wasn't going to be able to take it to a higher level. Mario Cristobal can take it to a higher level. All right, Steve, thank you for being part of the show, man. All right. Appreciate it. Yep. We'll talk to you next time. 563-999-3550. 563-999-3550. Hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the 706. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. It's Sebastian, man. It's a great day to be a Kane. Man. Just Everybody's happy, man. Long so time, I, I can't tell long you time. how good I feel to see everybody yeah, so Gary, happy. Gary. Let me break it down to you the way I see it, man. You know, it's going to really, really – you will see this in the SEC. You know, the days of being able to get that elite, supreme talent down here in South Florida is going to get real, real tough. You'll see it also in the ACC when we use, when we put our players on the field, and it's like, you know, this is a definitely a different Miami team. You'll see it in the fourth quarter, you know, when, you know, when, you know, we were able to really dominate the fourth quarter and, you know, we put our teams on the field and not worry about playing to, uh, playing not to lose instead of playing to win, you know. The question I want to have from you is to talk about tonight is, do you see this Mario being at Miami now improving our relationship with our ability to get kids from, like, St. Thomas Aquinas? Because I don't know if you noticed. 100%. All that elite talent was just leaving. 100%. I can promise you you this. Mario's going to have elite recruiters on St. Thomas and American Heritage now. And we haven't had that in – like, Miami has not had an elite recruiter on St. Thomas Aquinas and American Heritage. I can't remember the last time that, that that they did. I just felt like they. I just felt like we were like on probation when we were just punished or just completely barred. This program's been on self-imposed probation. Well, the thing about it is, those kids in St. Thomas, none of them even looked at us. I think the last player we got out of St. Thomas was Avery Huff. Yep. 
I mean, look at it. I mean, really. This, I mean, we won't we won't get any of them, even looking at us. Um, how big of an impact do you think Mario can have just from the national recruiting perspective? Because if you look at the players he was bringing at Oregon, they were coming from Oklahoma, Texas, you know, Utah. You know, they were coming just from all over. Some just from a national perspective, how big of an impact do you see him having at Miami? Massive. I mean, listen, at Oregon, he was at a place where they had zero in-state talent. Zero. I mean, literally zero. I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, Sebastian. If they would put a signing class together and have one player from the state of Oregon, that was a, like cause for a parade up and down the coast. Seriously. Like, there's no in-state talent in Oregon. So they were, gonna, they were having to go all over the country to put recruiting classes together. Think about the wear and tear on your coaching staff doing that for starters. But all that said, last year in a COVID year where kids could not visit campus, where Mario Cristobal could not go out and do home visits, they signed the top player from nine different states. Yeah. Nine yeah. different states, the yeah. number one player yeah. in those states. If he could do that at Oregon yeah. – can you imagine what he can yeah, do at Miami? That, and I'll say yeah. one thing, other thing, Sebastian, if you can do that at Miami, if you could even come close to doing that at Miami, and you combine that level of recruiting with the, the talent that's available to you in the state of Florida and in the southern half of the state of Florida, dude, this program can become a rocket ship very quickly. I'm expecting that to happen. Gary, that's what I'm saying. You will see this in the SEC. For all the moves the SEC is making, you have to understand that they're going to have to adjust because it's going to be a fight to get some of this uh, South Florida talent out of this state. It's just not going to be no walk in the park to to be able to make this thing kind of happen. That's what I'm very excited about. Here's a great – What I'm also excited about – Hey, let me throw something out here. Let's lay a gauntlet out here because I want to see. I'm very anxious to see what happens with this recruitment of this kid Ahmad Moten from Cardinal Gibbons. He's defensive tackle. Um, Mario Cristobal mm-hmm. started recruiting him to Oregon several weeks ago. Miami's kind of like been lukewarm recruiting him. Really hasn't done as good a job as it needed to. Um, Oklahoma Brent Venables comes in today and makes Ahmad Moten his first offer as head coach. The, or Oklahoma's coming hard after Moten. I want to see who ends up getting Moten. <laughs> that you know, that's oh. gonna be interesting. <laughs> well, he, I I think he's gonna be in a cane uniform. What I what 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 I what I really know it, with with Mario coming down here or whatnot is just the tenacity of just con, con, convincing kids. He said something today out of his press conference. Everything I heard, he said something that I was expecting to hear, and I heard it. He says, "I know the blueprint." I don't know if you remember when he said that. I know the blueprint. It's so important to be able to sit down in the kid's living room and look at that parent across the table and say, look, you don't have to go to Athens. You don't have to go to Tuscaloosa. You don't have to go out west. I'm telling you, when you have that type of credibility to be able to say, look, I put these guys in the league or whatnot. I mean, you can do it here. That is the thing I think that's been missing with all of our recruiting in Florida. 
We never had the coaching staff that could, that really could convince them. You can do it here. That kind of get ingrained in your head or whatnot. I see a lot of that being able to change. Here's what I want to know from you, Gary. You know what our roster looks like. You know the challenge that Mario's going to be up against to kind of get us there. I don't foresee us struggling to play hard or to be tough because I think he's going to bring that. But what do you, what, where do you see in relation to when you think of our roster that he really, really needs to zero in? Because right now I think he's just locking up the guys that he really, really wants that's already in his recruiting class trying to get some kids to at least explore or, you know, be exposed to the opportunity of being able to come down here. But when you look at this roster, where do you see us needing to fill some holes so we can really start saying, yeah, we can win the ACC next year? Because we were pretty close. I mean, just just with all the Olympics we had, we were still pretty close as far as being able to compete for a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, like, just go down the list. I mean, I, I think they need another quarterback. I, I would not count on Jake Garcia staying. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be trying to get him to transfer. We know his dad. We've spoken to his dad. His dad said he's staying, uh, that he's going to ride this out, that he wants to be at Miami. Um, but I wouldn't assume that if I were Mario Cristobal. I would be looking at quarterback. Um, I think they need a number one running back. I, I don't just sit there – um, with Cheney and Knighton and, and, and think that I'm all set. Um, I, I think they need a number one running back. I think Cody Brown is very average. Um, I think Thad Franklin is maybe a short yardage back. I don't know. You know, he had some rough times this year. I don't know that it's 100% proven that you can count on him. Uh, I would go be looking for a number one running back. Like I said, another quarterback. Obviously, you need a ton of offensive linemen. The offensive line position is not even close right now. Um, at Miami, um, I'd be looking for a number one wide receiver. You know, maybe Keyshawn Smith can become that dude. Uh, you know, may, you know, maybe um, you know, obviously a guy like Restrepo can step up and do more. But uh, I would be looking for that if I wanted to go to the next level as a program. Certainly, defensive linemen, ends and tackles. Uh, certainly, linebackers. Certainly, cornerbacks. Um, yeah, there's very few positions that you can leave off and say it's all set. I'll be honest with you. It is not a great roster, not by any stretch. No, it's, 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 it's not a great roster, but what I, used to, what I would see year over year is I never saw the physical development of our players. Like when you look at like Texas, Georgia, Oklahoma, Oregon, you look at those players from a physical standpoint, our, our football team never really looked like that. We have athleticism. But we never really – you never saw the physicality or the physicalness in them. Here's my last question, Gary, because I know a lot of people's on the phone and want to talk. Strength and conditioning, Coach. How really how real is it for us to be able to get the LSU strength and conditioning coach, Tommy Moffat? I thought he used to be at Miami. But what are our chances of being able to I don't get think or that's do even going to be – that won't even be a conversation, Sebastian. I, uh, you're going to see Aaron Feld, Mario's strength coach at Oregon. I'm pretty sure you will see him come south with Mario. I, I, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if strength coach is one of the areas where they're searching. I, I think you know, Mario's very tight with his whole strength staff out there at Oregon. I would expect the whole damn staff to come. That's my initial thought. Okay. Hey, Gary, man, it's a great show. Like I said, I've enjoyed the content. 
I'm telling you, I don't know what I would have done if we had screwed this up. I'll be honest with you. I think I would, I, I would have turned in football. I would have given it up because I don't think I would have been able to take it. But I tell you this, it came close, man. I'm I telling you, it came to, close. Look, it was dip and tuck that last day. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to seeing the Canes play. I'm not expecting national championship next year or even the year after. What I'm really looking to see is what the recruiting is going to look like and how tough our players play on the field. I'm from Miami, and I'm telling you, when it's right, he said it was, He said this, when it's right, it is right. And I'm yep. telling you, when Miami is tight, I'm telling you, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing like it. But I'm looking forward to see how the SEC is going to be fans, able to react. And that includes the fans, Sebastian. That includes the fans, too. No, 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 no. Like, I think that, like, like, Gary, like, Gary, the like, fan, like, like, like this fan base has to get rid of the whole toxic uh, – atmosphere that has permeated the fan base for justifiable reasons for a long time now, but it's time, you know, you got a real deal dude in that office. He's not winning every game. I'll tell you that right now. He's not winning every game next year. I understand. Um, Gary, I understand it. Hear me when I tell you this. It's gone. When I tell you, when when you talk about that toxicity, I think we're probably, we may sell out our first game. I think it's gone. I don't know who we played the first game of the season. But I'm expecting a packed football stadium the first game. Mm-hmm. That that is that well, is how I hope much they do a good enough job marketing to get that done. You know, the marketing department you, at the this, U's this, gonna this, have to write, raise its game too. They're gonna do it. But listen to this. I was listening to a Nick Saban speech, and he said, you, "In my first year, I lost to ULM. Most most people don't even know who is ULM in his first year." So I don't expect this guy to be perfect, but what I do, but what I do believe, and what I do expect is, is I think Hurricane Nation is behind this coach, behind this community, behind this team, and the pride and the passion that we're going to have or whatnot is going to change college football, and that's what I'm excited about. Keep me on hold, man. Good job, right, man. man. Take a vacation. Real soon. <laughs> no vacations anytime soon, Sebastian. But thank you very much, man. We appreciate it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we right. were able to uh, help you get through this period. 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go to the 941. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary, Gary, Gary. It's the Meister Kane. The Mikester Kane, I can't wait to hear your presentation tonight. You got it, you're on. Are you ready? Thank Are God, ready? thank God I didn't have to read it for you this week. Thank God. All right, here we go. Here's my commentary for Kane Sport tonight. Hello, Kane's Nation from the Mikester Kane with this very special commentary for tonight. For those of you out there that are just tuning in, the big news I hoped would happen did happen. Mario Cristobal, who is three months younger than me. (laughs) Hey, I had to say that to get a few laughs out there, so please laugh. Officially became the new head coach of the Miami Hurricane football program, and the first thing that I did was break out the Cabernet, and I made a toast to my wife, to the bright future of Miami Hurricane football. (laughs) Welcome home, Mario Cristobal. To you and your family, 
And if you're listening to the show, I know you're on the road recruiting. It's great to have you back. I know it was an emotional time for you to leave Oregon. You have a lot of friends there. I've made some emotional decisions in my life, too, so I understand how you must feel. And speaking of emotions, I want to give a personal shout-out to all the remaining World War II veterans out there. Today is the 80th anniversary of the Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor. And if it wasn't for you guys, we would not be here today talking about football on this show. So kudos to you. George Elliott spotted the enemy planes on radar and lived here in Port Charlotte. He passed away December 20th, 2003. He tried in vain to warn his superiors about the imminent attack, but no one listened. Just like I said Miami needs to get Mario Cristobal home as head coach. After the Michigan State loss, I was going down the escalator saying to my wife, we need Mario Cristobal. A fan yelled to me, Miami is a small university. They can't afford him. I turned around and I said, well, we just have to see about that. So to the fan out there, if you're listening to the show tonight, you'll be glad that I was right and you were wrong. Because let me tell you something, national championships are coming. Get ready to bring it. I've got my season tickets for next year. It's great to be a Miami Hurricane. I'm composing my song for the band, and once I get it copywritten, we will play it on the show. Now, I've heard rumors of a billionaire, I guess his last name is Ruiz, who is, has an idea of building a 50,000-plus seat stadium in Coral Gables. Well, the only thing I've got to say is, come on, man, we don't need a stadium. What we needed were the right people in the building, in the program, and for the administration to get it done. Well, they did, and Hard Rock Stadium is enough. It's not the horseshoe, and I know it's not the big house. I know it's not State College Beaver Stadium of Penn State. But let me tell you this. Opponents are going to be fearing coming to Hard Rock because the rock will be rocking. It will be loud. It will be rowdy. We, the fans, are going to make Hard Rock Stadium a living hell for our opponents. This program of the future will be better than the great Miami of the past. And in closing, I'll say this. Everyone has to participate to make this work. Not just the administration, not just the board of trustees, Gary, Matt, myself, former players, alumni, the coaching staff, everyone in the building. But you, the fans, need to come to that stadium and fill it up next year. No excuses. Are we going to win every game next year? Probably not. Not unless things fall in the right place in the transfer portal. I hope I'm wrong and some fan walks up to me one day after the last game and we're ranked in the top four say, I heard you say on Kane Sport December 7th of last year that we weren't going to win every game and be ranked in the top four. Well, then I'll say to him or her, well, I guess I'm going to be doing my celebration dance on the floor, which is my commentary for tonight. And that's back to you, Gary. <laughs> All right, Mike. Sir. Great job, man. That, was, that might have been your best of the year, brother. <laughs> I hope so. 
All right, man. You got anything else tonight? Well, uh, uh, athletic director. Uh, any word on that yet? I think it's going to happen. Uh, I really do. I think Radakovich is going to be the guy, but uh, I have not gotten any final word on when that's going to be wrapped up. Okay, I'm 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 kind of thinking thinking the same thing too. In in in, in fairness, in 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 fairness with this Mario thing going on, I, I've been so consumed with everything going on Mario that it's almost like anticlimactic now. Like you know, I mean, we've been talking about Dan Radakovich. I think the assumption is he will be the guy. It, it's not going to be your chattering news unless he's not the guy, and then uh, our radar will get back on that. But I'm expecting it to be Dan Radakovich. You know, maybe later this week. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, quick question for you: Did he meet with Mario yet, or no? I don't think he has. I don't time. know. I don't believe that's happened yet. I don't know. I don't know when it would yeah, happen. Sure. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, that's all I got for tonight, Gary. So uh, I just wanted to rip out my commentary and give a shout out to everybody in Kane's Nation and uh, to Greg. Well, I'm glad somebody recognized him too. So <laughs> not just me. All right, Mike. Good talking to you, man. All right. Good. Talk to you next time. Uh, Let's go to the 540. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Hi. uh, I'm Jay Collette on the uh, boards. (laughs) Oh, hey, Jay Collette. How are you, man? Listen. You used to be a mellow, used to be a mellow poster. You've been you've been with us at Canesport what like twenty? You go all the way back to our print days, right? Twenty five, thirty years. Yeah, dude, you used to be a mellow, yeah. mellow, mild mannered guy. Where do you live? Where's where's five four zero? Where's that? Um, uh, uh, Northern Virginia, near Washington okay. D.C. Yeah, Northern Virginia. You know, out there in the suburbs, and you were just a mellow guy, <laughs> just chilling out. Um, you know, soaking in those nice uh, mountain breezes that you guys have over there. And, um, man, you have become a freaking fireball in your old age. What the heck has happened to you? Oh, man. i tell you what's happened to me. I'm about ready to talk about it here. It's 20-plus uh, years of mediocrity. And I just, uh, you know, I've, I, you're right. I've been – I'm surprised you remember me being on the boards but in my name, but uh, – this just oh, I, I know. Listen, you've been with us almost since day one, man. I remember you going back way, way back. So, yeah, like, you know, yeah, you know mean, we, I, uh, and, and thank you for that. You know, it's 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 because of guys like you that we're still here <laughs> all these years later. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, no, I, I remember I appreciate you. you guys. I appreciate you guys, and uh, it's just uh, eventually, you know, I've um, all the losing has just really made me flip, and I just turned to a fireball, as you said. <laughs> And I mean, I I would pay those two bucks uh, an issue for King Sport, and I would make sure to get the first class mail. And I worked at McDonald's, and I ran a paper route so I could afford a little more, afford the issues. And then I I didn't have a car at the time; it would break down. <laughs> I rode my bike, and I would try to catch the uh, the mailman when he was delivering it, so I could open up that jank and <laughs> start reading. And I was. I mean that, and then I called your 900 number and blew like you know all the money on that. But man, it's it's been a long road, and this is an exciting day. This is an exciting day for the University of Miami, and and I have to say that the the most exciting thing at the University of Miami since 2002 
has been when we are firing an assistant coach and who we're going to get to replace that coach or a head coach, and with the exception of two radar blips in 2017, the most exciting things we've had is when we're going to get a new coach. But now let me tell everyone, if you're doubting, we have the guy now. There should be no doubt in your mind. This is the best guy for the job. This is this he has the DNA to succeed at Miami. The 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 formula to succeed was laid by Howard Schellenberger. You recruit, you recruit, you recruit. You win the city. Jimmy Johnson did the same thing. He brought it to another level. Dennis Erickson makes me think of Lane Kiffin. We have people crying for Lane Kiffin. I know he wasn't really an option. The good coach, Dennis Erickson, won two national championships. He does a lot of credit for that, but he he fell off the radar on recruiting. He was excellent in those guys, but he did not have that recruiting pedigree. And then we've been spinning our wheels ever since then. And then there's been this narrative on the boards for the longest time, which is one of the reasons made me flip. Pumpers and, and uh, what is it, Pumpers and... Uh, Pumpers and Doomers. And, 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 yeah, yeah. Well... The thing is that the, the haters know what what it takes to what, – what a program is supposed to look like. Mario Cristobal knows what it's supposed to look like. What it's supposed to look like is if the program is in rebuild, it will be slowly recruiting guys who can play and then recruiting guys who are better than them to play. Just like when Butch Davis in the earlier years, he lands Damian Lewis out in um, Texas, an elite uh, – defensive tackle, well, then he recruits a guy named Vince Wilfork again, again to take, to, who's behind him. You got a guy named uh, Ed Reed and Sean Taylor. I mean, you when, when you, you got Ray Lewis coming off the bench and Robert Baskets hurt as a true freshman and, and, and balling out. We know who Ray Lewis is. I mean, there's been all this – it's just that's what a pipeline is. So if, if you are on the board and say, oh, man, you're being so negative, we're being negative because we know what the program is supposed to look like. And, uh, yes, I'm, sh- I'm firing some shots now, but we got a guy who was complaining and said, oh, this press conference is just like Al Golden. No, not at all. Not at all. Not Al. We got the guy. We don't have to make a search. Our search is already knowing what we need. You get the guy, but you get the people who know what they need and what, what we need in a coach, and you hire the coach. That's what it is. Okay? There's a difference between saying, hey, I want really great Italian food. You go into the grocery store and you get a can of ravioli at the time. You're wondering, why does, why does it not taste good? It's like that article in the Herald, and they're criticizing, hey, be careful what you wish for. But if you go to a restaurant, you go to the Sicilian oven, you get some good food. Now, you, now you're doing the right thing. Well, this is the right thing now. We, we are going to put up a wall. We are going to... Then I recruit that. No, I don't, we're not going to get every single one. We have scholarship limitations, obviously, but, but this is the guy, and support him. He's not going to win every game, but I, I'm going to echo what you said before. He's going to work his tail off. And he knows, I, I remember you said this before, he knows every coach, every head coach in, the, in the high school in, in, um, in Florida. And I wanted to ask you this, Gary. I have a photographic memory. I've been on the on the um, on the site for a long time, but I remember when right when Mark Rick retired, you put you put a post at 2019, and you said, almost quote, you said, "Look, Mario gets the job. He calls Kirby and Nick 
and tells them not to come down here anymore. And he said, and you said, and then they'll actually take the call. Now, <laughs> were you like, was that just exaggerating? Or do you think like really Mario is that much of a boss? Is he's going to call up Nick Saban and, and uh, Kirby and tell him not to come down here? <laughs> Look, this is the guy that, that when Urban Meyer was coming to Dave County and was talking crap about Miami, he told Urban Meyer, you lost? I mean, why would you go with Kirby or, or Nick? Listen, they're, they're going to wow. be... They're they're on notice. Uh, trust me, they they noticed what happened in South Florida the last couple of days. Um, it's not going to be easy yeah. for them to come down here and get these kids. And, and, and well, what do you think of that? I just got I just got a report that um, the reason that Moten might be considering Oklahoma is that he may have been told that Miami is not necessarily. Them. So I, I, you know, we got to follow that. We got to follow up on that one. But um, so I'm going to retract okay. what I said. Or I'm going to re- retract the gauntlet that I laid down earlier. But uh, we'll 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 be reporting more on that one here in the in the in the coming days. But uh, I just uh, I did just get a, a bulletin on that. So I just wanted to throw that out there for everybody listening. So I'm taking that one back. But okay. We'll find somebody else to 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 lay the gauntlet down as a as a litmus test. Um, you know whether it's Nigel E. Kelly or um, I don't want to say Earl Little because Earl Little's been pretty entrenched with Alabama for a while. That would be an upset to turn him, but we, you know we'll see. What do you think of Billy Napier? I, I don't know much about him, but I was reading an article that said something about him being a recruiting alpha. Do you think he's going to make any kind of a dent in the South Florida? I don't. I, I mean, I, I think he's a you know I think he's a decent you know, up and coming coach. I think he probably needed one more intermediate step before going from Louisiana to Florida. To me, that's a pretty big jump. Um, not as big as the jump of Manny Diaz going from a defensive coordinator to head coach at Miami, but going from uh, Louisiana to Florida is, I mean, that's a pretty big big jump in one leap. I would have uh, liked to see him have like a little bit of a middle-range job, maybe like um, – I mean, Kentucky's not available, but you know, something in that in that uh, league, maybe a Virginia, Virginia Tech. Uh, I, I just think going to Florida is going to be a lot for him. When you consider everybody they got to recruit against, going up to the north and to the west, and now you got Miami that theoretically should be having a, a better lockdown on South Florida. You know, where does Florida go for its elite players? You there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, are they going to uh, players? You know, right. You, you would often say move the needle. I'm not sure if Napier moves the needle that much. No, I don't think Florida. he does. I don't feel he does. No. So we'll see. No. All right, Jason. Anything else tonight? Uh, yeah, you've been mentioning Rob Chudzinski. Um, if he comes in some capacity, uh, do you think you're? Were you mentioning that as more of an analyst, or do you think? Uh, you mentioned he was know. tight with Mario. Is that? I don't know. I know they're very is he, tight. Is he a recruiter? Is he he's much right, of a recruiter? He, he did a good job when he was here. You know, back in the early 2000s, he he recruited the Houston area and 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 would do a decent job. But you know, he's far removed from that. Uh, maybe he's not a great fit now. I don't know. It was just a name I threw out there because I know they're tight. Uh, and with a good quarterback and a guy that's got you know de- uh, well over a decade of NFL. 
offensive coordinator experience with a quarterback like Tyler Van Dyke, it just seems to me like that's a good fit. But, you know, we'll see. Right. Okay, Gary, thanks for doing this, this show and keep up the good work. You got it, man. And, uh, th- th- thanks okay. for being part of it. We'll talk to you next time. 563-999-3550-563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Let's go now to the 321. You'll have a team What the heck is that? Hey, what's going on, Gary? It's Do Tony it from turn, turn down the music for us. There you go. Oh, no, I'm outside now. I walked outside. All right. But, cool. yeah, man, Tony from Melbourne. Who? Tony from Melbourne. Hey, Tony. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, man, uh, I wanted to call last week. I was pretty mad. I, you know, I thought we were going to keep Manny. And then I heard Greg's call, and Greg was like, hey, I, him coming is a done deal. And I was like, let me hold off. Let me wait till next week before I call. Yeah, I'll, I'll um, get mad next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll see, you know, because you got to remember, last year, you know, I, I listen to the show all the time. Last year, he said our defensive coordinator was gone. And then the next week he was gone. I was like, let me see. You know, he might just have a good hunch on this. And the next thing you know, we get Mario Cristobal. So, hey, kudos to Greg. He called it last week. I was the one um, on the you and Matt Shodell show yesterday. I was commenting, and I was like, yeah, he was right. Um, I was Antonio Griffin yesterday on the YouTube. But um, listen, man. Gotcha. I'm just excited. We freaking did it. Um, I, I was, I'm going to go down this little bit of a rant. I want to thank a few people. Um, thank everybody on the show. I want to thank the president um, and the board for actually pulling the trigger. Um, I want to thank all the fans because when Kirk Herbstreit said what he said on college game day, he was echoing our fan base. He was echoing us. And it just took him to say it in front of the whole nation for it to actually resonate, you know, with the people who need to pull the trigger. And, you know, I just feel I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm happy. Now that the university is actually going to put as much energy into the program as the fans put into the program, you know, um, as the alumni put into the program, as the people who love the program put into the program, you know, now we are playing big balls. And Miami dropped the bag that nobody would think they ever would have dropped to do what we got to do. And I'm just, I'm just, this is the first time I can say, and all the time I've been a Canes fan, you know, I, you know, all the side of when I was younger and we won championships, that it's the proudest moment I've seen because it goes to show you they took things seriously. And it's, I'm, I'm proud to be a Kane. I'm wearing a Kane shirt every day this week. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, it's just a beautiful moment, man. I, I thank you, Mario Cristobal. Thank you, everybody, man. I, I thank you, Kurt Herbstreit, <laughs> for going and calling people out and saying, echoing something that you know nobody ever really said on TV. How you feel it was about funny that? When, when, uh, it was funny today at the press conference. I may have mentioned this earlier. I can't remember. My brain is fried. But um, Mario, in, in his talk, he brought up Kirk Herbstreit that he had spoken to Kirk. Yes. And, and that he had told Kirk, you know, hey, man, you know, I guess you stirred something up here because um, all of a sudden I'm hired at Miami and they, we've got money and, and 
We're going to have proper staffing levels and everything else. And I was watching Julio Frank and his body language, you know, because um, that whole Kirk Herbstreit thing just revives nightmares for him because he got called out on national TV. I mean, they called him yeah. out. And, and listen, that was embarrassing for Julio Frank. But you know what? I give that guy a lot of freaking credit because, number one, yep. he's not a sports guy. Uh, he really doesn't care that much about sports. But the fact that he got called out on national TV bothered him enough to change. And he took this situation, and he, put his, he took his two top guys in his office, his two top advisors, and he put them on, in charge of this athletic situation. And collectively, the three of those guys got it done, man. Tell you something, this yep. was outside their wheelhouse. It was outside their DNA. It was outside their, their past history. You know, the, the, the racing form got ripped up, baby. And let me tell you something, I yep. give those guys a lot of credit for having the guts and the wherewithal to do it. And the fact that they stood up to some of those trustees that wanted to kill it because it wasn't yeah. their, it wasn't what they were used to. So you yep. got to get out, you got to be willing to go outside the box sometimes. You got to be willing to evolve. Yeah. And that's what happened here. Yeah. They evolved. Yep, and you know, and you know, people felt some type of way about how we did Manny Diaz, but we bought Manny Diaz out of a contract a week into his contract. This is a business. This is a business. If you don't show results, you got to go. This is Miami. This ain't Temple. If you want to go seven and five and six and six or whatever records and lose to lesser teams, you should have went to Temple. Mm-hmm. That's where you should have gone. You know, but um, I don't feel bad about it at all. We paid you, what, I don't know how many millions of dollars to leave. We paid you to leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thank you, Manny Diaz, for being a bridge to where we needed to go. Um, you know, I appreciate, you know, what you've done for university, but you had to go. It is time for change. We made a real change. The, the past, the last 15 years is gone. They're gone. Last they're gone. This is a new age, a new era. I don't want to hear people talking about, oh, well, we lost this game and we did this in the last 15 years. We are starting from today and moving forward as University of Miami. We're a big player. We're dropping big money. This is all about business and football. And I am in love with being the Miami Hurricane today because of it. And you know what? I can't be more excited. I probably have slept just as much as Mario Cristobal. You know, I, I've been on everything and you know, I'm just appreciative, Gary. I give you your. I want to give you your flowers because you know what? You were the first person I ever heard that said Mario Cristobal needs to be the head coach at my University of Miami. I mm-hmm. think you kind of sparked this situation. I hope I, don't I know did. If intentionally or unintentionally. I hope I did. But kudos it's to you. Either intentionally or unintentionally, I hope I did spark it because it needed to be done. It <laughs> needed to be done. Show. Remember, you joking on the it show needed yesterday. to be done for you guys. For everybody that's yes. listening to the show tonight, that's who it needed to be yes. done for. To the fans exactly. that, are, that are spending their hard-earned money going to the stadium and buying tickets and going on the road. I went to Alabama. I went to the Alabama game in Atlanta this year. We had about I saw. I bet you there were about twenty-five thousand Miami Hurricane fans in Atlanta who took the time and the money to go see that game, and they didn't even get to see a damn thing because Miami was out of nope. that game. Before it even started. They wasted money. That's why I'm no. happy that this happened today. 
and you guys right. deserve this. And I want to see this fan base that has been so good to yep. me for 25, 30 years now that we've had Kane Sport. And I want to see everybody happy again, man. Those years when everybody was yep. happy were, yeah. were great. And I want to see it again. Yeah. And, yeah, I hope I did spur something. I'm not going to sit here and say, you, oh, you, I did or we didn't or whatever. Yesterday. I hope I did. I want to say, you know, the board, the board of trustees, they got conflicted and just said, you know what, what would Gary do? Let's call Gary. Gary, I you hope really did because it, you don't know want to tell nobody. It's been damn Riviera Country Club over there for way <laughs> too long. Way too long. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's definitely been that. Um, and you know, who's paid the price I'm for a, it? A, not, the, not the people that are collecting the paychecks for mailing in their jobs. They're not paying the price. The people paying the price are you guys. People like me, who people like me, people like I you, took on the burden. people like J- like J- like Jason Collette, who just called in, who was sitting here telling me that he used to um, scrounge up his last pennies so he could get Kane Sport magazine delivered first class to him over there in Virginia, and he's still well, here standing like me, all these years later. That's who paid the yeah, price. People like me watching games on ESPN where we have nobody in the stadium, watching them talk about us on ESPN about how we don't have anybody in the stadium. And I took it upon myself to gather some people and go to games my damn self just so I can do my part and make sure that I'm at least doing what I should do as a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm at least showing up. Because you know what? I, I'm not from Miami. I'm from Brevard County. You know, I would take that ride anytime. Only time I haven't been taking that ride is the last few weeks. I've had club seat tickets offered to me from, uh, you know, a good friend of mine who owns a car dealership, and um, I believe he's a booster as well. But, um, and, you know, I, I just had a kid a few weeks ago, so that took me from the last few home games. But, um, you know, that's the only, you know, time I've ever been able to go to a game and I didn't go to a game. But, um, you know, I just feel like, you know, it's time for us to be happy. I don't want to even see nobody bickering and fans fighting online and all that stupid stuff. Listen, it's time to unite. It's time to get behind this man, and it's time to win. I'm, I'm gonna get off, Gary. I don't want to keep all your take all your time because I'm gonna talk to you. But um, listen, man. Hey, it's time to go. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, University of Miami. You pulled the trigger. You made us very happy today, and thank you as well, Gary. Keep me on hold. All right, Tony. Thanks for the call, man. We'll talk to you next time. Five six three nine 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 three five five zero five six three nine 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 three five five zero. Hit a one on your keypad if you'd like to come on the show. Let's go now to the 239. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Gary. Yes, sir. Who's this? This is Joe, um, Kane Fan 239 in the boards. Uh, Let me tell you, man. What's up, man? What a great day. What a great day. We got Mario Cristobal. It was crazy. It's been topsy-turvy. As a fan, I don't know. How you feeling, man? Because you know you, you do this for a living. You and I'm sure you're a fan. I can tell that you're a fan. In addition, that this is your livelihood. But I didn't think it was going to happen there for a second. And it was, it was you know, nip, I, I it, was, my... it was it was nip and tuck, man. I'll tell you that it was nip and tuck. Um, you know, and I kept every time I, I saw one Nike of those money twi- was going to come through. Well, there was plenty of that already. And what really happened was that the, the, the Nike money had already come through on Thursday of last week. And when Mario didn't take it, that set off a panic out there. And um, Friday, you know, they're playing in the Pac-12 championship game. And 
I, interview I'm I assu- saw. I'm assuming their athletic director freaked out a little bit, or somebody in the athletic program freaked out, and these leaks started taking place to their big columnist radio host out there. And he starts tweeting out stuff like, Oregon has put a package together for Mario. Uh, now, that was Oregon's way of getting that out there. They wanted their fan base to know, we are doing everything we can to keep Mario. Like, that was, that, that's what the purpose of that was. Their timing couldn't have been more horrendous. Uh, you know, they do it. Yeah, what, but Twitter about four, was hot, about, too. Well, it was three, four hours before their game in Vegas. Now people are sending text messages and calling players. What's up? You, you know anything about Mario leaving? Mario's leaving? Well, you know, they, they weren't talking about Mario leaving. Um, they, they, you know, there were some rumors and stuff and rumblings down here, but they weren't taking any of that seriously. I mean, people come after Mario every year. So, but by putting that leak out, they stirred everybody up. Then, an hour later, they put another leak out about Dan Radakovich, and now they really got it going because they're, they're, they put the Dan Radakovich thing out because they were trying to sabotage Dan Radakovich to Miami because they felt like Dan Radakovich right. going to Miami strengthened Miami's hand in luring Mario Cristobal. So they blew their whole program up inadvertently, quite frankly, because I don't know if you had a chance to watch that game Friday night, but that was a disaster. I did. Okay, and and disaster. and yeah, Mario Mario ends up holding the bag because he was the head coach, but those kids were a mess during that game. I mean, but UM it, it, bad, it, it was UM looked bad. UM got the bad rap. Yeah, but 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 really, what happened was it screwed up. It almost screwed the whole thing up for Miami because now you got all this going on out there. Oregon is all stirred up trying to keep Mario. Mario is absolutely devastated over what happened. You know, he didn't. That's not what he. That if he was going to come to Miami, that was nothing like he would have had planned for an exit. Right. That stinker of a game in Vegas. Um, all his players going crazy. Now everyone's like pleading with him to stay. I mean, here's what I'll tell you, okay? Like, uh, 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 God, man, I don't want to pound on Manny. I mean, Manny's fired now, whatever. So I'm just going to say Coach A, okay? Coach A might recruit a kid for a few weeks, a month, and say, hey, come to my school. Okay, that isn't what happens with this guy. This guy like pours his life into these kids for a for a year, two years, sometimes three years at a time. He gets to know these kids at an unbelievable level. Their families, and they go to Oregon because. And remember, they're coming from, all coming from out of state. There's no in-state talent at Oregon. They're all coming to Oregon for him. Okay, for him because they believe in him. And now. He's leaving? Like, you think that, 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 let me tell you something. I could tell you, for Mario Cristobal leaving Oregon because of all these factors that I'm saying right now was a brutal, 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 brutal thing. And it was hanging by a string those last few days because of all these emotions and everything going on out there. And the fact that all these leaks and all these premature tweets and everything else, all that did stir up Oregon even more to make an even bigger uh, push to try to keep Mario. And it was tight, man. I mean, he, he, at the end, Miami prevailed, and they were able to bring him to Miami. But all that nonsense that was going on did, did not help at all. 
It did not help at all, man. And you know what? I understand, and I actually heard it as well. He called in one of the radio stations that he did not have to do voluntarily, if I understand correctly, and properly said goodbye and, and gave his thanks to not only the, the fans, but to the administration of Oregon, which is totally stand-up. He didn't do it by a little, you know, a, a, a Instagram post. He called and spoke to the people and answered questions. And he's just a genuine guy. I mean, his, his press, were you, were you at the, uh, at, I'm sure you were there. You, you were at, at the um, indoor facility today for his press yeah, conference, correct? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, dude, what, what, what an awesome press conference. And then he busted yeah. out Spanish talking about his mom slapping his head, you know, with a zapato upside his head and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and as a Cuban, you know, coming from Miami, let me tell you, oh, that melted my heart right there. We got Miami Cristobal back home. I mean, yeah. my coach can kick your coach's ass. No one's going to intimidate us anymore from the top down. Um, and I'm just totally stoked. I'm totally excited. Um, I was checking my phone. I mean, I've never been – you know, I'm an older guy. The last time I felt this, this excited was waiting, you know, when my, when my wife peed on a little stick to see if it turned a plus or a minus. Because I was looking on the phone every five seconds seeing what, you know, what's going to happen because all this craziness and everybody has sources and this and that. And, uh, you know, Manny going out, I had a lot of respect for Manny. His statement kind of pissed me off a little bit. You know, he, he did the same thing to Temple. After seventeen I think days, you gotta, you know, you got, he, you know? he did, but you got to cut him a little slack on this one. I mean, that was a rough last week and a half. No, I, I agree. You know, and 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 he did the best he could. We, we, you know, anyway, Coach A, you know, let's let's keep him <laughs> as Coach A. He did the best he can. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited. You know, uh, it's just it's great to be a Miami Hurricane in the future. And recruiting, we're what fifty five right now. We're currently our class is fifty five. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. We're going to have in the twenties. Yeah, possibly. You know, we'll see who comes in. They're going to. They're trying hard. They can. They're going after a lot of kids right now. We'll see. I don't. I don't want to make any predictions. I don't. I don't know yet. You know, this is all fresh. That's awesome, man. Well, we yeah. appreciate everything, man. Keep up the good work. Get some sleep. Um, and, no sleep, oh, baby. one last thing. What about Ed Reed? Have you heard anything about that? Have you, did no, you see not him a thing. Walking around or anything? No, he hasn't been around. He's not around. He wasn't there today. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Awesome. I don't. I don't know if he'll be part of the program or not. All right, man. We'll keep me on hold. Go Canes. You got it, man. Thanks for being part of the show. Five six three nine 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 three five five zero five six three nine 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 three five five zero. Hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. We're going now to the seven five seven. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Seven five seven. You with us? Going once. Going twice. All right, you're out of here. Let's go to the uh, nine five. Um, no, let's go to the. Eight five zero. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Yeah, how's it going, Gary? Doing great. Who's this? Uh, it's Travis up in Tally. What's up, Travis? How you doing this week? <laughs> Just like every other Kane fan, amazing man. This is. Uh, I think this is what amazing, we all huh? wanted for a, a couple, uh, you know, Lane supporters out there. But if you were one of those Lane supporters and you watched that uh, press conference earlier. Wow, man! I couldn't imagine Lane Kiffin coming in here and delivering something that powerful to this. It would community. have been different. Like, I think he would have entertained, but I don't think it, I think I don't think it would have the same mood or tone. 
No, nah, man. I think that today, like, brought brought a couple grown ass men around this country to tears watching him and and listening to what he had to say about him coming home. That was uh, truly Dude, impressive I, and just yeah. My my wife's not really uh, she she you know she can take or leave this football and all that stuff like mo- like like most wives and stuff. But now I came home today from the press conference. She had watched it and she was like ball like she was telling me that she was like bawling during the press conference. She was like crying <laughs> yeah. watching that. Yeah. And I know a few people that, that definitely were like that man. It's just wow, that was uh that was everything we wanted and just reaffirmed why we all went on this campaign to fix this problem. You know, when when previous callers weeks before we're talking about supporting the kids. This was our way of supporting the kids was making sure something like this happened. We, we, we aren't the billionaires that could make it happen, but we were the voice that could stir up those emotions, stir up the, uh, the Kirk Herb streets of the world to actually say something on TV. You know what I mean? Like that, that's how we supported these kids. I mean, did you, you see the pictures of, uh, Tyler Van Dyke released earlier, you know, I mean, that kid looked like over the moon, like, <laughs> like this was the greatest day of his life, man. I've never oh, seen no, a smile I didn't see on, him. on a they, teenager. They took, pictures, they took pictures of him during the press yeah, conference, yeah. Sit, sitting there I watching. He Chrissy, looked, he, uh, Chrisinos or however you say her last name or the, yeah, one of the media were, they, women with but you But there guys. were pictures? There were pictures? Yeah, yeah. That that kid was thrilled to, to have met Mario Cristobal. Like, I mean, that, that was just well, so reassuring. Look, Mario did right by Justin Herbert. You know, I mean, that's right. something that Tyler Van Dyke's got to look at, I would think. You know, I mean, um, Justin Herbert came up in Mario's program and ended up pretty well, pretty good for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say so. And even Anthony Brown. I mean, we we know what Anthony Brown was at Boston College. He wasn't a very good quarterback. He was at least serviceable in that Joe Moorhead offense. You know, I mean, like. You say what he what he was. He was a very limited guy, but damn, he looked a lot better than he did, ever did at Boston College. Um, just just a couple of questions I want to ask to you. You know, um, I guess they're kind of about the the morning show and some things that uh, Matt Shodell has brought up with with you and everything. And if we're talking about completely redoing this recruiting class for the last couple of weeks, you guys have said that our number is about twelve. That we could take, which would be yeah. But, but four. I think what you got, I think you what you got to consider is there might be some guys that fall. That's off, what I was going to get to. Like, yeah. How many people do you think? You don't have to say names or anything like that because I know that's a sensitive situation. But how many people do you think that we could actually legitimately clear off of this roster? You know, I don't know. I. I, the, I <laughs> I'd have to go man by man and 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 sit there and say, oh, he will maybe he would go, but there'll there'll be some, there'll be some that'll remove well, yes. themselves, uh, that you know might freak out when they see how hard they're gonna have to work. Be some that'll might be asked to leave. There's a lot of things that could happen. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, offensive linemen that just aren't gonna gonna make the cut. I mean, there should be at least three or four of them on there. Uh, speaking of that, do you think um, Zion has any reason to leave now? Now that he's got two of the the best offensive line coaches in the country coming back, you know, coming here. Um, because I, I, I think he would be a pretty important. Cog I don't think he was ready to leave. I really year. don't. I think he had a. I think he had to come back. So I, 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 I would expect so him I mean, back. But, yeah. 
Okay. He would be okay. smart and to I, come I, back. I, he is not ready for the National Football League yet. I don't think so. Um, and I, I do have to disagree with you here. Hopefully somebody will back me up in the, in the future calls here. But, uh, yeah, I'm not impressed with Cody Brown. But if you give me a three-horse running back crew of, of Cheney, Rooster, and Franklin, man, I don't think there's a situation those three guys can't handle as running. Cheney's off the world. He just needs to stay healthy for he's the full season. He's never stayed like, healthy. He's That's number the problem. This is three straight seasons now he's been hurt. Is, 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 okay, so is this is three? Uh, I was three. thinking it was two. But it's it's last, year high school, wow. last year high school. Last year high school and his first two oh, years okay. of Miami. Yeah. yeah, all right, fair enough, fair enough on he's that. Always, he's always Maybe hurt, I don't know. That, but, man, I just feel like that is a solid-ass room. Maybe, you know, I mean, maybe you do have to go get somebody. But, I, I, man, that's just one position group on this whole team that I've always been like, man, we got that. Those running backs are good. I, and even Cody Brown, I, I think we're underestimating him. I think he's going to get better. He was just maybe thrown to the fire a little too soon. And I'm a huge Franklin fan. I think that kid's got something. I, I, I think that our coaches, once again, missed the bar with a kid just like they did with TVD, like, like Shodell says, that we just didn't know what we had. And, and we, how is that even possible? So, you know, hopefully in the future our players will be evaluated at a level that we haven't seen at this program in 15 years, you know, to, to get the correct players on, on the field and the correct packages at the right times in the game, you know, like that's, that, that, that we're in, we're in big boy land now. And that's, it feels so good. I'm, I just turned 40 a couple of weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see this team win a championship before I die. I'm not saying I'm anywhere near that, but it, it was starting to get that feeling like this is never going to get right. As long as the people that were in control, and making these decisions, we're still in control. It was always going to be this way. And, and let's not forget here, I, I know that you probably made a statement at this in the beginning of the show. I didn't hear anything about it. But, hey, David Epstein, we ain't never going to forget you, man. You did everything you could to screw this up, man. We, we know who you are. You know, like, like dude, just get, get on board, man. Put your money into this program and shut up because no one cares. Dude, just take care of your medical stuff, man. Live your best life and leave us alone because we got one thing that we thoroughly enjoy as Canes fan, and that's Hurricanes football. So, great day. Go Mario Cristobal. Go the program. Thank you, Julio Frank. Appreciate you guys. All right, All right Travis. Thanks for being part of the show, man. 563-999-3550. Hit one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. We're going to the 727. You're live on Canes Sport Live. Hey, Gary. Who's this? Jake from St. Pete. How you doing? What's up, Jake? How you doing this week? I'm eating crow. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you were right. I've been fighting you. Um, I don't know I why. I never thought I would have seen this. We're, we're supposed to be on the same no, team. No, don't fight me because – so here, here's the thing. Like, my two things with Mario was always this. Um, I – he leaves a lot to be desired as a game day coach. The package they brought him in on, dear God, look out. Because we're, we're basically Alabama. That's gonna, that sounds nuts. But we have a recruiting monster, and he is going to have his free reign to pick his coordinators. He hasn't had that. I mean, he's, he's had some good ones, and he's got a pretty good eye for talent. But usually he's getting middle-of-the-road guys on the come-up, and he can't keep them around. There's no continuity. 
and that hurts the teams because he's he's not the best like game day coach. But now we got money where we could pay the best and keep the best. I mean, they they gave him Clemson money. That's that's a game changer. And and that's where I said I eat my words because I never thought in a million years they would give him that kind of loot to play with. That I mean, game changer. The the recruiting money he's getting. I did not think they were going in like this. You know, I I kind of thought when uh, we actually I, well. So then my second thing was is before this whole Mel Tucker thing, we were looking at like six to seven mil. So my other thing was like, look, he's you know he's a high flyer and he wants to go as high as he can go. You bring him in. Yeah, but I will tell you this: money, money is not this guy's number one priority. I think the market went up. I agree with you. I think his. I think wait, Jake. Jake, let me just tell you: I think the market went up. I think his agent did his due due, did his duty that he's supposed to do and made sure that his contract was at a reasonable market level. Oh, he took a discount because I mean, you know, I, I don't know exactly what Phil Knight offered him, but. You know the 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 seeming consensus they is com- that they comparable. offered him eighty five mil. It, it's a com- wash when you factor in taxes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he had all the resources and everything there. And then, furthermore, if he really wanted to, he'd be well within his rights to ask for Mel Tucker money. He's better than Mel Tucker. So, you know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, no, I, I don't think he'd hold out. But my worry was is if we get him in at six million. And we go cheap all of a sudden, and he comes in and crushes it. Doesn't get us quite to where we want to be, but you know, ten wins is kind of the norm. And then somebody, you know, a big time program comes and snatches him up. I think with this contract, that's out the window. So you know, both of my concerns as to why I, I wasn't a hundred percent on board with Mario and I wanted him to do a search, that's out the window. I, I'm all in, man. I, I'm I'm upgrading my season tickets. I'm donating money to the program. I'm all in. Like, this this is a real deal. I, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> you know, I, I, like, <laughs> I'm doing my part on my end now because, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was so frustrating for all these years to put money and time and effort into it, and you just knew on the other end nobody gave a shit. And now, man, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm there. I'm ready. Uh, this, this, is, <laughs> this is a game changer because – I think he has the resources to lock off Florida right now and, and, and get – because the other thing, too, that I was – like, he develops players well, but not, like, great. But, again, now – he I mean, he, he's he's going to have – with that kind of money and the lure of South Florida, like, he's going to have carte blanche on, on the coaches he wants to hire. That's why, like, it kind of – I find it a little crazy. Like, everyone's bringing up all these retreads. I'm like, man. This guy can go get whoever he wants. Uh, you know, maybe he's not quite at the point where he's prying guys out of Alabama, but I mean, just about anywhere else in the country, though, it's fair game. I mean, you, you can't. Uh, you, you just having him back is one thing, but all these intangibles around it. What? What a my God! What a difference this makes. Uh, you, you knew me. I, I used to fight you. I said Miami. Miami could never be Miami as it were before. Eating my words. It can. Eating. <laughs> no, no, I'm eating my words. <laughs> it, it, not only. Yeah. Gary, uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite quotes, uh, uh, you bring it up sometimes with Howard Schnellenberger, is 
when it, when it, when you said when you first interviewed him, and uh, he said we were on a collision course with the national yep. championship. The only variable so is time. time. You know, I cracked I, up. Don Bailey Jr. was flying through Don my head Bailey all day. Jr. was emceeing yeah. the um the the presentation today. And he stole that line. I I was stolen my chair. <laughs> yeah, you stole that line. The uh, the only variable oh, is time. Miami's gonna be playing for championships. Uh, the the only variable is time. I thought that was hysterical. It is, but I mean, but it is. And yeah. you knew me. I I used to call you. I, and I used to. Uh, last week I called you and said, uh, you know, I, I didn't think. I I thought we could be, uh, uh, you know, in Oklahoma maybe, or uh, uh, you know, but who knows. Uh, but I, I mean, with with the money and the investment and all this stuff we're doing in the program, just like <laughs> what a week can change things. My goodness, <laughs> this is just so out of the blue. Uh, it's it's just so it's so much fun being a fan right now. And I mean, I you know it, it, I haven't felt this way. You know, I, I've grounded out for God knows how many years. But it's like you know. You know, you, I always tried to be kind of optimistic with uh, with that pessimistic sensibility, but um, you know, it, it's I just don't see how this goes wrong. Um, the, the money's out there, and I, I think they're going to see the return on it. Uh, you know, it, no kudos to Julio Frank. You know, he we've given him so much crap over the years, but. Man, he he just he he saw it. And he ran with it, and uh, kudos to Kirk Herbstreit for you know making him see that. But I, I think I think this is going to see a massive return. And uh, forget the new stadium, man. That Hard Rock when that when that place is packed, and it hasn't been because of the poor product on the field. But you put a you put a quality product out there, that place can rock. And uh, you know who cares where we're playing if uh, you know if we bring it back to the old culture. And that's the other thing. I mean, just that culture today, you, you can just tell, like, the, the bullshit's over. Um, I hope he smelts the, uh, uh, that, that goddamn turnover chain in the, <laughs> the rings. Throw him in, uh, throw him in a boiler, melt him down. It's, uh, it's a new day. And, uh, I'm just excited, man. This is, uh, this is <laughs> a long time coming. And all the people who are stuck in there and everything, I think, uh, you know, it's finally, I, it's going to be nice. We don't have to call and rag every week. Isn't that going to be nice for you? <laughs> You're not talking everyone off a ledge every week. Every week, yeah. <laughs> yeah great, great, great point. Anyway, man. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, no, I'm just, uh, I'm jacked up. Hopefully, we can finish this recruiting class strong. Uh, one thing. Oh, oh, one, one quick. Any word on Shamar? Because to me, like we need it, we need him so bad. Yeah, and I don't know. I, feel like... I don't. I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, Shamar is pretty far along with Texas A and M. We'll see. We'll see if they can get make I guess make we'll it. Who's there. there this weekend? Right. Yeah, we'll see. We will <laughs> see on that be one. The Friend, well, hey, thanks for uh, taking my call, man. What a good time to be a king. You got it, man. Thank you for being part of the show. Let's go to the 863. You're live on Kane Sport Live. How you doing, Gary? Doing great. Who's this? This is Christian from Plant City. What's up, Christian? Talk to us. What you got? Uh, not not much, man. I'm excited. I'm so excited, man. I have not felt this way in a long, long time for hurricanes, man. And um, I just want to say I appreciate you, man. I, I just started watching your YouTube um, here lately. And uh, just like everything y'all y'all put out, you're very informing us, K fans. 
you know, I don't know. I've not let my phone down. I've been waiting for you to post more stuff and more stuff. Do you that, do man. you have a Twitter? <laughs> not personal do you Twitter, have a Twitter, no. Twitter or no? No, oh, no, I okay, don't do that. Man, no, I, no, we do everything at Kane Sport. Okay, good, good. Now, so otherwise, you're you, talking, like you're, was... you're you're posting, you're retweeting from two, three, four different places. We we decided very early on we wanted to put everything in one place. Gotcha, and everything's on Kane Sports. And if I, and if I got a personal message to send, I sent a text message. <laughs> so nah, I don't need to. I don't, I don't need to do it on Twitter. <laughs> All right, sweet, sweet. But yeah, man, I'm gonna keep you long. I'm just listening, man. I, I love this talk show, man. I just sit out on the back porch and just listen to all the stuff, but no more negative, man. We have no more negative talk, I think, is going to come on this show anymore, man. I don't see it. I think we just found our Nick Saban, did we? We'll find out. I think he's got a chance. Yeah. You know, he's got, man, I think he's got a chance to be, the, to, to, to be that if he can recruit here the way I think he can. God, I got, like, two or three questions. First question is, what's up with this um, uh, Brady the the offensive coordinator. There's a lot of rumors going around. A... That, uh, I I don't know. Uh, I got to I got to put Joe some Brady. time into that. You know. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Um, I got to put some time into that. Maybe tomorrow. I I you know we, we just haven't gotten there. I have not been expecting a coordinator hire this week. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true. I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm going to gotcha. find out. We, gotcha. I've got some. We've got some feelers out and stuff on that. And. Um, we will nice. we will find out. And the defensive coordinator? It could be his wide open. No idea. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And my last question is, uh, your YouTube that you do, is that every day or is that only certain times of the week? We try that to do it do. most days. We've been doing so many shows. Like if we if we did, you know, if we just finished a, an hour and a half, two hour Kane Sport Right Now show, um, mm-hmm. then we, well, you know, I'm not going to do the same thing all over again. It makes no sense. But um, like you know, yeah. we, we we'll do one for tomorrow. And, you know, we do it, we do it most most days. If gotcha, you subscribe man. to the YouTube yeah. channel, you'll you know just make sure you hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. I and did. I think you'll I you'll get a notice whenever we do them. So yeah. Gotcha, man. Well, I, I pay. That's all I was going to keep on. And like I said, I'll be on here next Tuesday, and I'll be watching the YouTube and go Canes, man. And uh, I appreciate everything you do to letting us inform, man. Thank you. You got it, man. Bye-bye. That's it. See you, bud. You got it, man. Thanks for the call, and thank you for the kind words. Really appreciate it. Um, it's you know For guys like you that we do everything we do. 563-999-3550. Hit the one on your keypad. If you want to come on the show, we're going back to Tallahassee, the 850. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Gary. Yes, sir. What's going on, Gary? Got Dwayne 10. What's up, Dwayne? How, how, are things going? How, are things, how are things going up there? In, in, in uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Nah, I'll just say how, how's there, how are things going up there? <laughs> in, in trailer in trailer happy? Yeah, I didn't want to say it. That's your hometown, man. I, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, Gary. Hey, I work with a lot of. Uh, I call them Free Shoes University. I never say their name. I always say Free Shoes University. They get mad at me at work. <laughs> but anyway, hey, I'm glad that we, you know, when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, we told everybody just let the process, let, let the process take its course, and then we'll see what happens. 
the only quest the only question I got, who in the heck um sent Mario that that extra small shirt with number one on it today? I know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I don't know, man. Sometimes things fall apart a little bit. Maybe one of his boys can wear it. Maybe he can give it to his wife. <laughs> I don't know. They, they did look pre- it looked pretty small. I didn't like. I didn't look at the label to see what size it was, but it did. It looked a little small. No argument it at all. It looked a little small. Hey, I'm yep. happy to be a cave man. I didn't want anything. I'm just glad everything played played out the way that it did. We got our guy and go Kane. All right, man. Thank you for being part of the show. We appreciate it. And hang, hang, hang right. in there. Hang in there, living up there. Oh, <laughs> hang in there. I love it, Gary. All right, my man. Thanks for being part of the show. All right. Let's, let's go nine seven three. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Nine seven three. You with us? Going once, twice. All right, next time. Let's go to the 772. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. How you doing? Doing good. Who's this? Good. This is uh, Don Wright up in Vero Beach. I'm your Don Wright. Of Vero Wright. What's up, How my you doing, man? buddy? Doing great. How you been? <laughs> I haven't talked. I've been great, and I haven't talked to you or seen you forever, but I tell you, I've been behind the scenes. Going down to all the games. Uh, matter of fact, you guys did me right one time. You, I've got a motor coach and I've got a U tag when it says uh, U fan RV, and you guys put me on the on the on your site one time. One of your guys came oh, yeah. and interviewed me. Actually, it was when Manny first came in. But uh huh. You know, I'm suspect then. Uh, but man, kudos to you and 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 Matt for what you guys have done. You you guys have taken up most of my time these last two weeks because I'm just constantly on my phone. But I'm so excited because, I, you know, I've been a season ticket holder for a long time, and I I got your print copy of Kane Sport many months. I remember. And, and, and I can tell you that uh, I was about to Didn't we used to advertise your, your orange groves or something? Didn't you have, like uh... – I think we – we did it maybe a little bit, or we talked about doing it, yeah. and then we never did. And, and really, I, we I, were, we I, I don't one. think you, we You have, like, did. orange groves, right? Don't you have, like, orange groves up there? In the fruit business for yeah, 45 years. Matter of fact, if, if you and Matt message me, I will send you guys a all right. Uh, you message me tomorrow or next week. Is, you, you tell me if you want recruited oranges or both. doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't hey, need I either, but, I'll, but I'll, I'll ask Matt. I'll ask Matt if he eats grapefruit. Yeah, no, it'd, it'd be that. my pleasure. If you don't want them, then don't do it. It's up to you. You, you, you but, got uh, it, man. Thank you for hey, that offer. Oh, uh, you got it. And please pass it on to Matt. But you guys are just awesome. And today's, they talked about tears coming out of a grown man's eyes today. Um, that was, is the and you, 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 you called this a long time ago, and it's awesome. My question to you: is, There's so much excitement out there; it's it's unbelievable. I got friends calling me. It's it's just it's just awesome. I, and especially, I'm up here in Gator Country. But uh, is the team excited like we are? 
is is the team excited? Um, yeah, I heard you. You no, up a little the, bit. Is but, the team is? is uh, yeah, sorry. Is I don't know, man. I don't have excited? a I don't have a read. I don't have a read on it. And 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 I'm I'm guessing that that's a question that really can't be answered yet. You know, think about these kids. Uh, you saw how hard they played for Manny. They were all in on Manny, and Manny gets you know the rug pulled out from under him. And you know yeah, th- yeah, that's yeah. A, that's that's a shock for kids. You know, and and uh, and I'm sure they're walking on eggshells a little bit. They don't know what to expect. They don't know who's going to be coaching them. They don't know what the expectations are going to be for them. Um, it's going to be a rough few months, you know, over there while yeah. they get used to uh, you know new coaches and get to know them and stuff. And uh, so we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, they should feel good about it if they want to have a great football team and compete for championships. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they do. I would imagine there'll be a little more bounce in their step if, Man- if uh, Mario's at the practice watching them getting ready for the bowl game. So it should be fun. But uh, well, good luck to those guys. You know, they they they've been here, but it's the country club days are over, and I've never been to a practice, so I I just read read and hear. But uh, that's just so exciting, man. I I hope. Uh, Hope all our very good players are ex- as excited as as I am. So, anyway, it's good to talk to you. I know you all got right, guys out there on hold, and and uh, thank you again for all you do. You got it, man. Thank you, and appreciate okay, the bye offer bye. for the of, uh, appreciate the fruit offer. Yeah. I'll uh, no, I'll throw it. I'll, I'll pleasure, see if Matt. Man. I'll see if Matt eats that stuff, yep. and if, if they do, I've got your number, so we'll uh, we'll text you. Yeah, right, just Don, message wait. me or whatever. Thanks. You got it, my man. Thank, okay. thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, 563-999-3550, 563-999-3550. You hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. Um, the board is loosening up a little bit, believe it or not. Uh, so if you want to get in tonight, uh, now's the time. Uh, let's go to the 239. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Gary, how are you? Doing great. Who's this? Oh, this is Adam in Atlanta. What's up, Adam? So, um, cloud nine, right? So, what happened? First of all, when you were eighty percent, was the twenty percent always? Don't doubt Phil Knight. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's what that twenty percent was. And the, the the night before, when I saw what was going on out there, uh, I I had to lower it to fifty five. Because I it was hanging that, by that, a string. That's my follow up question. How yeah, no, it, it, it almost did not happen. Why? What happened? Because you got to think Mario's a guy who says, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. I'm not one toe in, one toe out. I'm, I'm full. Oh, in. No, no, no. He's all he's How all he... in. He's, I, that wasn't the issue. It was it was right. the the you know the the effort that was going into getting him to stay out there was just like had reached staggering proportions from what I was hearing. Like what, what were they, what were they doing? What was that effort that they were doing to try to get, I mean, it was an all front attack. It was like, it was, you know, it was, it was from everybody, the administration, the boosters, Phil Knight, the players, um, you know, it, it, you know, it, it was it was a full front, you know, attack. Please do not leave us. You know, so we mean a lot he, to us. You know, when did he decide? Okay, I've made my decision. 
Oregon, I love you. Phil, you guys are great. You've done phenomenally well by my family and me. Um, thank you so much. But I'm, I'm guessing that the answer to that question would be when he walked into the team meeting with his players that last day. That was um, Monday. Wasn't it yesterday morning? It would have been Monday. Yeah, Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. I think until Monday morning when he walked in and actually told his players he was leaving, that's probably the moment where it became 100%. So Nobody will, when, I don't know if anybody will respect that or, or believe that or whatever, but that's my read on it based on all the, all so the information that I was getting from all different sources. So it's uh, two follow-ups, and one of them has to do with, with, with Matt. I know he's been, he was always clamoring, you know, fire Manny midseason. You're either going to hire a new coach or you're not. You were saying, no, Matt, it's either you hire Mario, maybe Lane, or you stick with Manny which is, you know, two different schools of thought. My question, though, is, almost from my comment, if you – it sucks what happened to Manny, okay? I'm not commenting on his quality as a coach or whatever. Just It just sucks. Um, I feel for the guy. Uh, you know, the university feels for the guy to the tune of $8.1 million via buyout. Um, but I get it. It's not that, that much. That said – it's not eight million. I thought it was two years worth. Well, of he was owed eight million at full, one hundred percent. But the buyouts usually de-escalate as the contract goes out. So, you know, it might have been a hundred percent buyout in years one, maybe year two. But by you know now you're looking at going into year four. I'm guessing it's about a fifty percent buyout. So he's got he's he's going to make four million not to work. Yeah, right. Next year and and yeah, and, and it'll be market. paid over over the next few years. So yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. So looking at it, um, let's. Just, I think on Kane's board now, or or something. One of the maybe it was in the morning. I don't know. One of the videos. Well, one one of these. I mean, one of these crazy. One of the crazy shows we do. Right. We we did. You know. We, we yeah. give them different names just to keep it interesting. <laughs> I mean, if we're doing a show, if we're doing a show at seven o'clock at night, we can't call it Good Morning Kane Sport, right? So we got to call it, you know, Kane Sport right now. Yeah. By the way, I I need Matt's address. I'm going to send him some Peter Millar golf shirts to wear with his polyester versus cotton blend for his sensitive skin that will (laughs) knock his socks off, so he can lose. The Lacoste. It's like I know you're in Miami, man, but that's that's a little 2006. And so, the funny thing is, anyway. he's not he's not really a preppy guy at all. Like he's not really preppy, but for whatever reason, his wife buys him Lacoste. I don't, you know, she likes she must like Lacoste. <laughs> he lives in the Dayland. is 15 minutes away. Don't give me that baloney. So anyway, no, yeah, I, okay, I, right. I, I give him a hard time about it. It's all in fun. I'm totally off topic. So let's just say. That we, we, we go with the understanding that I think we all agree it was basically Mario or Bust, right? Okay. So if it's Mario or Bust, how can we say we, could, we should have fired Manny a, a week ago if Mario had orchestrated the deal but hadn't yet accepted it? Well, that's why they didn't fire him. Yeah. So, I mean, like, why are we still even talking about this? Like, that's why he wasn't fired. Fire they, did, they didn't want to fire Manny unless they had a deal with Mario. You could call it right, wrong, and different. They, they weren't looking to just replace their head football coach and hire a coach and go out there and do a traditional search and hire Dave Aranda or right. Napier like Florida did. They, 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 those schools are good. Like, those are gambles, man. 
Like they're, they're, there's no track record. There's, there's not a 10 year head coach track record on those guys. Yeah. You know, I laugh, but, you know, people are talking about Joe Brady, for example, as a candidate to be offensive coordinator at Miami. Well, his resume is built the, – the, the, the foundation of his resume is built on one year at LSU with the best talent that you could ever want assembled at receiver and in the other skill positions um, and the number one pick in the draft at quarterback. Yeah. It's, so it's, so, yeah, like so said, just, one, just one to finish that thought, so year. now the Carolina Panthers hire this guy. And they they think he's re, he's ready and he's going to prosper as an NFL offensive coordinator, and now they're surprised so, that a year like two years later or whatever that they're firing him. I mean, the people that run these franchises talking. and run these athletic departments and they get paid the amount of money they get paid. I, I mean, it's hysterical. Like the stuff they get away with. Well, the NFL is a different game. I mean, it is a, I mean, it is literally and figuratively a different game. Um, at the at the at the at the management level, the coaching level, the, the players. The coaching I mean, level is insane. You can't just put anybody in a coordinator insane. job in the and NFL. I don't even know if coaching, honestly, honestly, in the NFL. Again, we're off topic, but I don't even know if coaching is that important in the NFL. It's like you have to just assemble the right players at yeah. the right time of the their right careers. chemistry. The right chemistry on the right team. That's yeah. why you have teams that stay virtually intact, that win yep. a Super Bowl, and then go, then have uh, ten losses that that that, yep. that next year. Right? Yeah, it's, it's very it's very it's fragile. It, there's a lot of parity. It's very fragile, and a guy that doesn't have a ton of experience is certainly going into that league and probably making a big impact at, right right away. Look at Urban Meyer, Jacksonville. We know Urban Meyer is yeah. a good coach at the college level. He's proven. Yeah, you know. But- he was a good coach at the college level, period. Done. Yeah, that doesn't that, mean he's going to be a good coach at the NFL level, and that doesn't mean it's not going to take years. Everyone's, everyone's still chasing the Pete Carroll scenario. But anyway, so we're talking about track records. I'm really tired of people holding Mario's track record from FIU against him. I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum, the broom closet, weight room, the, the Pete Garcia, um, you know, Gestapo tactics against them as because they didn't jive well personality wise. It's just it's like can we just basically say look, he learned a lot there, but don't look at the guy's record like overall. And and who is sitting here saying guys I don't know about Mario. I mean he's only a 500 level coach. What do you mean you don't know about Mario? Go on. That's his, just his, that's just ignorance. It's ridiculous. It's ignorant, right? Nobody's saying Mario is the greatest football mind in the history of the game. I don't think Mario would say that. What he is is he's a CEO who knows how to run a program, understands how detailed everything has to be, and is on top of everything. And he's sometimes he going to lose potential. like everybody else. Yes. He has the real potential to be elite as a coach. And he has the real potential to make our program elite. There is not one person on this earth that goes and looks at Manny Diaz and says – that guy has the potential to become elite and for our team to become elite under his watch. There's nothing to indicate that for 20 years of track record. Nothing. And I, look, I hope he gets there. There's nothing against Manny. I'm just, I mean, I would love for that, that to happen. I, I'd love for him to go and if it's at Clemson or wherever and go be a DC and learn from his mistakes and learn how to recruit linebackers and, and, and maybe learn after getting fired. Huh. 
I think, I think recruiting is a little more important than I thought it was, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I need to do this. Like what uh, you said on one of the Kane sports God, I, I remember now or live or this morning, or I don't know. It was one of the, <laughs> you were talking, oh, whatever you were talking about, uh, about when, when Cristobal learned Mario learned working for Butch and then working for Shiano recruiting first, going to the bathroom second, right? Like recruiting is yep. the number one thing you do when you wake up. When you go to bed, when you're shuffling food into your mouth, you're still recruiting via text message. When you're, you know, doing number two, you're recruiting on your phone. When you're watching a movie, you're recruiting with your left hand while your right arm's around your wife in the movie theater. Like, you're always recruiting, constantly. And it's like either you know that. Nick Saban knows that, too, by the way. And either Mm -hmm. you know that or you don't. And either you're willing to do it or you're not. And if you're not willing to do it, you better be a 10 in every other category, the best at evaluating talent, the best at hiring position coaches, the, the best at, at running a well-oiled machine and, 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 and weight, weight room operation, right? But the best coaches, Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, Dabo, Jimbo, those guys are recruiters. Urban, they're recruiters, man, first and foremost. So when anyone says, oh, he's not a great game day coach, he's not, a, he's not a this, and he hasn't won a national championship, what does this guy want? It's like, dude, the guy's basically a top two or three recruiter head coach in the country. Would you just shut up and let the guy go to work for a couple of years? He's going to get you playing. You can't guarantee winning. But he's going to get you in the college football playoff. I would say in the next three to five years, we will be in the top four at the end of the year with the record to support it. And I was looking for next year. That's my opinion personally, but I was looking for next year. Do you know that like 80% of the coastal has experienced a head coaching change in just our division of our conference from this year to next? That's got to be a record. Virginia Tech, new coach. UVA, new coach. Duke, new coach. Miami, new coach. Georgia Tech still has Jeff um, you guys' last name? Um, can't remember it. Yeah, uh, I can't remember it either. Mac Brown. <laughs> you mentioned it. Sorry, but you got the Georgia Tech guy and Mac Brown. You have two holdover coaches in the entire division from one year to the next. That's crazy. Yeah, this division next it's year. It's every. And listen, by the way, it's. Everyone's got the same problem, um, Adam. Everybody's got the same problem. It, you know, it, it's yeah, it's, but... it's you got to be able to separate. Like, and if you can't separate, you got you. What are you playing for? To be yeah, win some, lose some, five hundred team every year. Like that's the dilemma that every team in the ACC has. And Clemson came back to the pack this year. They did, and look, I think that. Well, actually, I shouldn't say I think. I don't know what Dabo's going to do. He's on the verge of of losing, you know, the four big pieces around him. I mean, with, with, mm-hmm. with Dan Rad, I think, gone, D.C. gone, O.C. potentially gone, if not gone already. Um, I mean, that's, that's major. Uh, and and he, that's, that's, he's in rebuilding. Who would have thought, right, Clemson was always in, in reload mode? I think he's got two years of rebuilding in front of him, um, which is mm-hmm. crazy to think, but I think he does. And that's assuming he doesn't go to coach the Raiders. But mm-hmm. ultimately – you're talking about a division of seven teams, I think seven teams, and you got two holdover coaches, one of which is Georgia Tech, which um, 
unfortunately, is, is one of the worst divisions, one worst teams in the division, if not the conference. And then you have uh, Mac Brown and UNC, who's losing Sam Howell and a lot of pieces. They're, I don't think they're going to be world beaters next year at all. I think they're going to be middle of the pack. The, the division next year, and, and now you all of a sudden have the best coach in the division at our school, finally, not some other school, right, mm-hmm. at Miami. Mm-hmm. Miami mm-hmm. has as good a chance, if not better, than every other team to win the Coastal next year. I think, and I'm not saying that we should hold them to the standard yet in the abstract. I think we should hold ourselves to the standard just because of timing and, and it being fortuitous. We're going to be probably the preseason favorite with a brand-new coach to win the Coastal Division and go to the ACC Championship game next year. Oh, the other team is, 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 is Pitt. I forgot about Pitt. Mm-hmm. They have they have their head coach intact, but they just lost Mark Whipple, and their claim to fame is their offensive is their offensive. Um, yeah, did anybody uh, say why he ball. resigned? I haven't had time to look at that. Did, did you see anything why why Mark Whipple resigned to Pitt? I read something about family family concerns. Something huh. I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't dive into it. Um, that was uh, so weird. Like he about, did he did a really good job there this year. Yeah, the top one of the top offenses in the game. He he molded Kenny Pickett into a Heisman uh, Trophy winner. He's going to force the NCAA to create a rule that says you can't fake slide as the quarterback and keep on running. Uh, I mean, you know, he he's left a mark in one year, and and, and he's only been I think coordinator for for a few years now, and um, he's put an impressive uh, resume together there after coming, I think, back from UMass, and he's, he's resigning. He didn't get fired. I'm sure they said, please don't leave. Um, mm-hmm. And he didn't land anywhere else, I think, if it's for family reasons. But it still holds up, right? The only teams you have coming back should be mediocre at best. You have Miami coming in, which was playing the best ball in the ACC at the end of the year, in my opinion, to begin with. Uh, you're going to be preseason favorite to play in the championship game in his first year. And I don't know who on the other side of the conference, to be perfectly honest with you, is going to be insurmountable because Clemson's going to have a down year. I mean, it is conceivable that he could win the damn ACC in his first year. That's craziness. We've been sniffing winning the ACC since we joined it. Back when, you know, I was in diapers or something. I don't remember when the hell we joined it. Whenever the Big East ended, 2006 maybe, five, four, mm-hmm. seven, somewhere in that range. That's bonkers. And we still got people here talking about, I don't want a 500-level coach because they're using his, his track record from FIU. It's like, uh, I think we're battered women in this fan base. You know, <laughs> we're, we're anticipating <laughs> it being terrible. So we're just speaking it into existence. So if it gets terrible, we don't feel bad about it. But I think for once... In 15 years, we shouldn't just feel hopeful. We should be hopeful because we have a proven commodity, one of the most proven commodities in all of college football, wearing a U on his chest, potentially, for the long term. And I just could not be happier. It's no been doubt. 20 years, man. All right, Thank Adam. God. Well, it's good. It's, good to hear. it's good to see you happy. Thanks, man. Have a give, good one. Give us a call next time. Yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Let's go to 202. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, what's going on, Gary? This is Deuce from D.C. What's up, Deuce? How you doing this week? I'm Are cool, man. Um, I just wanted to – absolutely. Uh, I think the, the thing that I'm most happy about is um, when, you know, the decision makers decided to, to go all in, this is something that you can't back away from. This is a commitment. You got you to gotta 
if you say you're going to give these resources up, I'm pretty sure, you know, it's factored into his contract and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's all in. But then I think, I think the thing that um, gets me most excited is the fact that the only thing it took was the first step to actually do it, to actually go all in. When, when they start to reap the benefits of it two, three, four, five years down the, down the road, they're going to be like, why the hell didn't we do this years ago? You know what I mean? And I think that's the, the biggest thing that I'm, like, excited about is they, they've decided to, to, to pony up and do what they should have done. You know, just imagine if, you know, when, 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 uh, when Butch was here or when, when he left, we started pouring money in back then. We'd be, you know – where we're supposed to be right now. So it's just really, really uh, happy that – I'm really happy that everything uh, transpired, um, not necessarily the, the, the timeline of it, but that we got what we wanted. But I, I wanted to, to give you a call because I wanted to ask you something because I, I can't fathom this. I, I don't understand how this is okay and how this, how this works, right? So mm-hmm. I understand, you know, take, with the exception of Texas, Texas has a lot of, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen and the boosters, you know, they go rogue and the administration is crazy, but they pay though, Gary. So how, how is our administration, how was our administration prior to so frugal and terrible? Usually it's like you're, 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 you're good, but you're frugal. That's the reason why you're good is because you're frugal. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, what's mm-hmm. the, like what, what the hell is going on where, our, our our administration, our own administration, our own athletic department, our own boosters are trying to sabotage sabotage is getting better. Like, what, what's going on? Like, what what would happen for a man to decide I don't want to, you know, to, to upgrade our athletic department or I don't want to do this or do that to make you know the, the think about the kids like you're cheating the kids. Like, what's the point of of of, of wanting to settle for a, a Manny Diaz and and, and try to sabotage, sabotage Mario from coming. Like, what, what are they thinking, Gary? Can you give me, you offer any insight on that? Wait, wait, wait uh, you, you got me confused. Wait, say it again. So our own, our own administration, people inside the HEC and people inside the BOT. We're trying to sabotage sabot- hiring Mario. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah. leaking things to you. They're leaking things to other news outlets, and it's all wrong. Right, you, you can you can clearly tell everything was wrong because people like it was all of people screen. like influence, people like influence, people like power. That was that's that was part of it. Nobody, I so didn't you, feel anybody. You want to have power, I, but you want to be a loser. Yeah, well, nobody. I didn't feel anybody leaked anything to me with any agenda like that. Um, I wouldn't. I would really try very hard not to let myself be influenced like that. Um, but yeah. there 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 was a split. There was a true division, uh, and it was mostly about. Influence. It was about protocol. Um, it was old school thinking. It was uh, people used to calling the shots at the university. Suddenly, wondering why they weren't calling the shots and why people that hadn't really been very involved in the university were being allowed to call the shots. And there was, you know, a lot of harsh, hard feelings over it. However, I said this earlier tonight. Had this been attempted in a traditional manner, it would not have happened. And Miami would still be stuck in the mud like it's been for 20 years. That's what, that's what, that's what I'm saying, and I, I agree with you 100%. I'm just confused as to why they would ever think their, their success is tied to us being mediocre or us sucking. Their success should be tied to us flourishing. So why do you want to stay in charge and keep us down? Like that doesn't – I understand if you want to stay in charge because – we're successful or you think we're doing the right thing, clearly for the last 15 years with their leadership, we haven't been. 
So what was what that like? Are these people still allowed to be around? Like this is bad. Like they can't they can't be around. You don't you can't. How, how can you trust people when they try to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not okay. That that's that. This is a red flag. Now I'm sure other schools go through this and everything like that. I'm not saying it's, it's just you know just a Miami thing, but I'm more so like this, it's amazing that we were this terrible for this long. When you think about it, we could have been worse. We actually did pretty well for all of that we endured, right? We still got some good players in. We 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 do really well with scale. We don't do really good with the the line of scrimmage. So some of that stuff is a a facade, if you will, but we still got good players in the, in the program, right? But I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just like literally this whole process unfolded in front of my eyes and it shocked me how the administration would really sabotage itself just to say we're going to bring this guy back or I was right about this guy. Clearly you were wrong about all of the guys. It wasn't just about Manny. You were wrong about everyone before with the exception of, of Rick, but – like Jesus, what do you, what did you need to see? Forty years of us being terrible? Like mm-hmm. this is this is it's outrageous. Well, like sometimes so, people care more about you know like you got to realize a lot, a lot of people that were involved you know on the board of trustees and stuff they don't like really care that much about football. They care I, more about their I, and that, that's fine. Yeah, I'm talking about the people that care about football and they look at us on the field. They and if you didn't say something has to change, the change has to be made, then. Like every every single you know for the last three years we've been lining up, and you're you're watching this Groundhog Day, Gary. You run to the outside, nobody's there. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you throw the ball across the middle, nobody's there. You run it up the middle, nobody's there. And they actually considered bringing him back, regardless of what Mario did. It, it's like if and and I'm I'm going after this, Gary, because I know other people want to get on. But if they would have like it's, it's no if if anything happened with this program other than what happened today, nobody would have showed up in that stadium. They would have made no money. They, they may have lost money at the end of the day if, if things stayed the way they were. So I'm, I'm just happy that everything's changed. I feel like, you know, almost like this program, you can not disregard, but the, the dark years are, you know, 06 to 21. I would like to think that that's where we can consider that and we can move forward being who we were and showing the world who, are, who we are going to be going forward. I appreciate you giving me the time, Greg. You got it. Thanks for being part of the show, man. Let's go to the uh, 973. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Gary, Gary, Gary. What's up, Ross? How you doing this week? Are you happy? What's going on? I'm solid with it, man. Super happy. Um, trying, to, trying to send you some messages when you and um, Matt was on. Through, you know, you know, comments, which you, you was ignoring me the whole time. I know you saw a bunch of Jamaica cane, man. That's me. But anyway, you just ignored everything I sent you guys. Anyway, you didn't, you didn't bring my comments up on Where your was show. That? Oh, dude, do you on realize show, how many comments? No, 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 no. It don't you know matter, man. You're supposed to recognize me. No, Ross, do you know how many comments there are? I'm just joking, man. Do you man. have any idea how many comments there are? If they're the same thing I, that's a, that we've already brought up that somebody else said, we're not, we can't bring up every comment. Listen, I just didn't want to let you know it was Ross. Next time I'll do it. All right? so I mean, Jamaica you're talking about thousands say, no, in, in an hour to two hours. I'm going to let you know it's me next time. All I'm right. just jabbing you, man. Listen, so many things. Oh, my God. Um, First of all, why are you, you know posting what we did? Jamaica cane instead of Ross? 
So that's but Ross, I know it's you, but I'm but if you're saying the same thing that somebody already said that we put on the screen, I I'm not going to bring that up because we can't put I'm everything. I'm probably on the definitely not saying the same. I probably wasn't saying the same thing. I was just messing with you at the time. I swear I was. Matt was just All making right. better points than you, and um, All right. I just messed with awesome. you. You know how it goes. You guys yeah. have a great chemistry going too. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And I'm sure when you guys Thank started you. that, you was just trying to like give people stuff, but it's turned well, into like we're you know we're, we're just doing our thing. You guys, we're like doing our thing. There's no, people. we're not trying really to do anything. No, no, no. But still, you guys had like 800 people watching and getting to a thousand. You guys are doing a great job. Congrats on Thank that. Thank you. Good Pre- show. Pre- appreciate um, that. So. You know that's coming from me. I'm a hard grader, so yeah, you're not you're not easy to please. I'll tell you that. So we appreciate <laughs> we we yeah, we appreciate so that. We know we really do. So here's the thing. I'm going to get I'm going to get greedy. Okay. So you do such a good job of bringing on different people on the show. Um, I know you kind of went away from that a little bit this year. Um, now that the excitement is going to be coming back, we deserve it as fans. I, right? I didn't so, want it. I, this year. We didn't want all the former players being put in a position where they were just coming on the show and bashing the staff. Okay. You know, okay. It, that's not, there, there's nothing to be, there's nothing productive about that. There's nothing, so to, we, from we, that. There's nothing to gain from that. No. So we did dial it back a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I noticed it. I mean, obviously I'm paying attention, but one mm-hmm. of the things you can do, you might push back on me for this a little bit, but the guy, I actually wasn't going to call you about this today, but now that you mentioned it when I was listening, the guy, Ruiz, that, you know, they're talking about the stadium, what you probably mm-hmm. got to do is invite him on to just have a healthy, a healthy conversation. Not, not, no, you'll never get this done. You'll never get that done. You might be able to bring him on just to have a healthy conversation, have the, have the, uh, the conversation going any way it goes. Um, he's obviously one of, one, going to be one of our biggest supporters one way or the other. Um, that's going to be his drive to get that done for us in, in one way or the other. So we're not going to turn him away as fans. We're going to applaud him. We're going to going to want to champion his movement. So uh, if you could have him on and we're, hopefully we could have those healthy conversations, you could have healthy conversations with him and stuff like that. I mean, that's just one of the guests that I would look forward to listening to just to hear what his ideas are, where, where, could, where can it go in the future. But um, mm-hmm. just, to, just to talk to you about a few things, man, I mean, a lot of people don't realize they do what they don't, and I think that the large media is trying to rain on us a little bit. We have guys. Here's a crazy thing, right? We have guys that's commenting, commenting on our, what happened, what we did to Manny and so what, right? And they are mm-hmm. focusing on what we really did today. We really brought in a big-time coach, and they're jealous, and they're upset, and they're nervous, right? So let's use it as a hot topic. Manny was treated bad and all that stuff. And they don't criticize the other schools when they do nonsense. But you know what? So what? We did what we needed to do. We are Miami. And we're going to continue to do that. We, in the future, in the past, we didn't ask questions. We just did. And that kind of attitude is kind of back, okay? Be aware. Um, he said that we have probably the best quarterback in the six. He had to say that. I just wanted to throw that out to, um, who was it, Greg earlier says, the young. We know the young kid is big time. But you got, you're just getting a job. You're on the podium. Your quarterback might be in the room. That's what makes him a good recruiter, right? He's mm-hmm. up there. He's doing his thing. And he's calling the quarterback that's in the room his best, the best quarterback in the country. How do you think that quarterback feels about that? He wants to go out there and start practicing and running, going through walls and doing because he, you know, guys blow me up on on TV and national stuff. So, you know, he's good in that department. He's good in motivating. He's good in getting guys ready. And um, you know, like they just want to hate on us, Gary. But a couple other things, recruiting, right? So. 
the William kid, if I'm not mistaken, he's from Duncanville, right? And he was once committed to um, to Oregon. Who are you talking about? The offensive lineman, offensive lineman, Williams. Yes. Yeah, Duncanville, correct? Yes, I believe that's accurate. Big time recruit because I think he was once uh, he was about to commit to Mario. That's why he's taking that flight tomorrow. I know they like him. They're going to see him tomorrow. So yeah, that's who he is. And there was another kid attached to that too. A um, mm-hmm. couple of other things that I'm hearing. Um, I was going to get on here and mess with you a little bit because you know with the Brady thing with the Brady bunch. <laughs> He's going to have the beardy bunch that he's just going to be spraying the ball over the field with these wide receivers he's going to get. But it might not be him. It might be somebody else. Yeah, um, the thing, listen, the thing that happened today is that we put the, we put the country on notice, right? We put mm-hmm. the entire college football on notice. Yes, we're not going to win every game, but we're going to come in and we're going to work hard and we're going to act like we know what we're doing now, okay? You know what just mm-hmm. happened? The five stars and the four stars that we're recruiting and we do get them, it's going to be five stars and five uh, coaches that's going to be coaching them up. No more running away coaches. Not to, not to kick these other coaches in the butt a little bit. They just weren't the caliber of guys that this guy's going to hire, period. Mm-hmm. They're just not the same caliber of guys. So while everybody's complaining about how the process is being done, it has to be done this way. And 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 I I want no other way it's being done. I want it to be. I love what they're doing. Um, the one guy before me made a great point. Wherever these guys and girls are that was trying to make sabotage and stuff over the years and even recently, is there any way to get them out, or they're just they're just they're they're bringing in big money, so it's impossible to bring them out. Um, wait, you're saying get get who out? Right. Trust some of the trustees, like whoever was out On there the board that was trying tr- to like you want to kick off board of trustee members. I, you know, some Ross, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know how that works, man. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if once you're a trustee, you're always a trustee. You know, if 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 you if you could do that, like you would have infighting all the time. I mean, you know, people are allowed to disagree. People are allowed to debate their positions. Um, people are allowed to state their case. And, you know, it's, it's a democratic society. I mean, but in this case, the president had to make the call, and his call was, I'm going to have these guys over here go try to get Mario. Yeah, my understanding, it wasn't just a, a different of opinion. It was literally sabotage, literally trying to get things to, to be dirtied up, leaking stuff to them. Like, those are the people that, you know, you kind of like want to stay because, you know, yes, they were they defeated now. But they still may have different ways of, you know, still trying to get their point across or do whatever they feel they need to do. I'm saying are those guys now less important, or they're just as high in the poll or involved in, in, in what's going on. That's, are, they, are they as important or they're not? Do they keep their status or they're now they're down a little bit? They keep their status. It probably just depends what the issue is. You know, that's all. But in this case, the president okay. overruled, overruled the people that felt that way and sided with the people that wanted to go get Mario. All right, Ross, you got anything else tonight? No, right. oh, man, that's good. Um, All right, man, thank be you for being part and... of the show. You got it, my man. Right. Thank you for being part of the show. And I'll try to recognize Jamaica Kane. I'll have to make a mental note. Of, if I see Jamaica Kane on one of those other shows, but that's really Ross. Let's go to the 561. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Gary? Yes, sir, that's you. Hey, this is T.Y. What's up? What's T.Y.? What you got for us, man? Not much, man. Just uh, excited. 
Uh, got nothing to complain about anymore. And I know you got me up on your show the other night and asking what I'm going to be doing. I'll be turning into a pumper from now on, man. All right. Well, Mario <laughs> made his plea to you guys. Did you hear the beginning hey. of the show tonight? I did. Well, no, I didn't hear the beginning of tonight's show. All right. Listen, no, it's thirty-three seconds. It's thirty-three seconds. Let me play it one more time for you. Just hear, hear it. Hear it I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan. The community around the country, we got to bring this thing tight. Everybody, we got to bring it in tight, and we got to bring it because when the U is on. And the U brings it, there's nothing like it. And we got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. And I can't wait. Man. Every time I hear that, is that a sound bite or is that a sound bite? Wow. It is. It is. And I love it. I love it. You know, this is what we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I did get a little extra animated with the whole Manny situation, of course. Real negative on the board, but there was reason behind that. Uh, we should not be having to deal with a coach like that. So now we're bringing one of our own back home. I mean, it feels like I, I, I can't even explain this feeling. It's like nothing before as a Kane fan. We're not used to this type of stuff. It's amazing. And I'm renewing season tickets that I had dropped off for a few years getting the whole family involved, getting back out there. I mean, I am not going to be posting any of that negative stuff anymore, and that's for sure. I mean, there's nothing really to be negative about. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you have your passion back. Let's hope that now, I mean, it may take a little time. I'm, You know, there's going to be a little no, no, probably. No, no, of course. We've got to give him but, some time. We've got to give him some time. Yeah, it may, it, you know, but, but I think you're going to see a whole different mindset in this program, win, win or lose every week, so we'll see what happens. I agree. Don't want to hold you up, but I uh, just wanted to call in and say, hey, uh, it's going to be a different tone from me from now on. And I know i got some haters on the board and everything else, but definitely wanted to thank you and Matt for all you guys do because, I mean, you guys have been killing it through all this. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Thank have a great you. night. Have a good one. You got it, man. Uh, 563-999-3550. Hit the one on your keypad if you want to come on the show. It's the last call for tonight, so uh, if anybody wants to get on, now is the moment. Let's go to the 336. You're live on Kane Sport Live. 336, you with us? Going once. Going twice. All right, next time, let's go to the 304. You're live on Kane Sport Live. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Can you hear me okay? All right. I can. Who's, hey, listen, who's this? Uh, uh, big, uh, this is Mike. Uh, I'm up in West Virginia, you know, WB Kane. <laughs> but uh, anyway, listen, I'm super pumped, obviously, with, with Mario you know, coming home and, and whatnot. But just a couple of quick, you know, points and then a question. Um, you know, when I look at it, I mean, obviously this year we're a, a bunch field goal against Virginia and, and the pick, you know, away from winning the Coastal. And, I mean, and I'm not the throw man into the bus, but, you know, really most games, man, we've seen the best goal prepared, start slow, you know, the rinse will be a dyke to really caught fire. But, um, 
and they don't know what they did, man. They awoken the sleeping giant, and it's trouble for everybody. Mm-hmm. Real talk. But um, I have something for you, Gary, real quick. Um, is it just me, or did it seem like T-Rob kind of underachieved this year, or was it just really bad talent he had to work with? I think the older guys played like garbage, <laughs> like quite frankly, early in the year. And uh, then he's playing with freshmen. Like, freshmen aren't going to be reliable play after play after play. They're running around back there getting by an athletic ability. They don't really know what they're doing. Okay. So with us having money to spend, okay, let me throw out two names for you. Do we have a chance to get Corey Raymond? I don't know. I I do not have any idea what he's doing staff-wise yet, other than uh, obviously I'm expecting him to bring the strength coach in, Aaron Feld. I know he's bringing uh, Alex Mirabal in as O-line coach. From there, I don't have a clue what he's doing staff-wise. It'll obviously be be something on our radar as we move forward. Like there's all these Joe Brady rumors tonight. I, I find it hard to believe that he's that far along with Joe Brady in one day that there's an imminent hire of Joe Brady. Now I could be wrong on that. I got to look into it tomorrow and try to see what I can find out on that front. I, um, I do have somebody who has ties into Joe Brady trying to check it for me. Um, but, um, beyond that, I don't know what's going to happen staff wise. My guess is he doesn't know yet. You know, he's got to evaluate the guys that are, he's got to evaluate all the people that are in the program right now. Um, you know, he took a whole army of them on a recruiting excursion today. I'm sure he's checking out how they do in the homes, who does a good job, who doesn't do it. You know, everyone's auditioning right now. And he's got to put a whole organization together. And uh, it's going to take some time. You know, he's got to figure out who he wants to keep from the current staff. Uh, Probably won't be numerous. Um, He's going to want his own people in there. And then he's going to have to go out and do hires for every position, man. That's going to be a lot of work. So I, I don't agree, think I, agree. Think, I don't think he's going to get to it until after the fifteenth. You know, maybe okay. a week from maybe a week from Thursday he'll start getting into staff. I would think. Until then, I think he's going to be all about recruiting. Okay. Um, what what what's the deal with our Rod Chance? He's a DB, DB coach in Oregon, isn't he? Uh, doesn't he have South Florida ties? Uh. I believe he does, but is he going to be on the staff? I, again, same thing. I do not know. Okay, same thing. Okay, I got you. Yep. I got you. Yep, I don't know. All right, Gary. Yep. All right, I appreciate you got it, it man. man. Thank you again. Yep, thanks for being part of the show. All right, guys, that's going to be it for tonight. Happy to hear everyone's uh, thrilled to death about this Mario Cristobal hire. Uh, lots of great calls tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, programming notes coming up. We've got uh, Good Morning Cane Sport tomorrow morning. We've got the Lamar Thomas show tomorrow night. Highly recommend. We should have a lot of a lot of guys uh, coming in to be part of that tomorrow night. Um, Lamar and Mario were teammates. They they were in the same recruiting class. All their all their friends are all um, you know guys that Lamar knows obviously. And um, we could have a lot of guys popping in to talk about this Mario Cristobal hire tomorrow night. Uh, I know for a fact we're also going to have Hurley Brown and Roland Smith who our two former Canes that as coaches are going to be clashing against each other next week in the state championships. And uh, that should be a fun um, segment as well. So Lamar Thomas show tomorrow night at eight. Good morning, Cane sport in the morning. Thank you everybody for listening.
for one last time tonight, I'm going to leave you with your new head coach, Mario Cristobal. I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan, the community around the country. we got to bring this thing tight. Everybody. we got to bring it in tight, and we got to bring it. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. And we got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. And I can't wait. Good night, everybody.